The award-winning California Sportsman is your source for the most current and accurate information on fishing California's lakes, streams, rivers, bays, and ocean. And we'll bring you the latest in hunting and outdoor opportunities, too. California Sportsman with Seb Hendrickson is brought to you by Fisherman's Fisherman's Warehouse Warehouse Megastores in Sacramento, Manteca, and Fairfield. And is sponsored in part by Gone Fish and Marine in Dixon, your heavy-gauge aluminum boat headquarters. Lorenz Electronics, and the California Department of Boating and Waterways. And now, to bring you the best in the outdoors, here's the host of California Sportsman, Seth Hendrickson. Hey, good morning, everybody, and welcome to California Sportsman. It's Saturday, November 4th, and I gotta tell you three things right off the top. Tuna, tuna, tuna. They are everywhere off our coast, from Eureka all the way down to Half Moon Bay, Hell, all the way down to San Diego. If you've got the gear, this is the chance to get out there. Watch the weather windows. You're going to hear it from our captains today, the guys that have been venturing out. And there has been a wide variety of guys charging out all over the North State. These fish are out there. They're going to be there every single year. It just takes guys going out and looking for them, and there's going to be a lot of them available out there. We're going to be talking to Senior Tuna early today with his Pure Fishing Tip of the Week. He'll be checking in with us right after we talk to Captain James Smith on the California Dawn in a moment. Captain Rick Powers, new sea angler out of Bodega Bay, has got info for you. you got to hear all of it. I wonder what Rick Powers is going to do today. It's a crab opener out there in addition to this off-the-hook tuna bite that's going on, not to mention that Rittenberg Bank is cranking out big fish, big rock and ling cod for folks. Alan Fong's going to be joining us live on a deer hunt back in Texas, and you will not believe the size of the deer that they are looking at right now. We're going to post some photos on Facebook. No, it'll be on Instagram, so you'll be able to see it. We're going to climb on board the real magic opening day of crab season and find out what Captains Jeff and Kimberly Berger are up to. Jay Lopes is out this morning. No, he's out crabbing today. He's not sturgeon fishing. He's going out with some friends to get some crab. I just gave him my address in case he needs it for anything. Sturgeon fishing, he'll be covering with us, too. We're going to take you live on the water to Lake Shasta with Jeff Goodwin Guide Service. Nate Kels with Big Nate's Guide Service is going to be live in the studio with us. And there's more. We'll be live in the blind. Kent Brown isn't shooting any ducks, but Randy Pringle's getting limits almost every day. They're having a lot of fun out there. He's hunting three days a week, that lucky dog. And then, He's of a course, tournament director. He doesn't have anything else to do in his life. Yeah, maybe he can come fix this microphone for us. It just fell off in no. here. Well, they wouldn't want to do that, would they? But let's not waste any time. Let's go live right now to the man himself, Captain James Smith of the California Dawn 1 and 2. He's been playing all kinds of games fishing lately. Let's find out what this week brought him. Good morning, Captain. Hey, good morning, folks. Tell us about it. What's you been up to this week? What's going on? I don't even know where to start. I mean, I started the week on a halibut bass trip, and then uh, we followed up with a tuna trip, and then uh, I followed up inland, inland uh, inside the Delta with uh, Jay Lopes and Jane Stone on a uh, sturgeon adventure, and today we're out about ready to set some crab gear. So well, I've got it all I've got it all covered here this week. Well, we we actually took one of the photos of you and Captain Lopes and James Stone also letting that sturgeon go at the side of the boat. We posted those up on Facebook. They could be on Instagram. Hell, I don't know any of that stuff. They just tell me send them the photos, they'll get them up. James, it's uh it's sad that we don't have a salmon season, but it seems a little busy out there. What else have you been up to? Uh rock and link cod too. Rock about- and link cod have been biting. How about preparing for crab season? Oh, boy. 
Oh, did we just lose him? I two votes, so it's uh, it's it's a little bit of work, you know. It's ready, getting the bait together, getting making sure all your corks are marked and you know lit up and painted well. I mean, it's a uh, it's it's a lot of work, but uh, you know, fruits of labor. I, I'd like to think that we're going to be successful. Well, I have a feeling there's going to be plenty of uh, crab out there. I'm understanding the population looks pretty good this year. Yeah, I mean, just going off of what we've seen last year, there was a huge, huge biomass of crab. And, uh, you know, a lot of shorts last year. Some of the hoops are coming up with almost 100 undersized crabs. So I think this year we're going to have a real bumper crop. I got my fingers crossed and looking forward to it. But I, I think it's going to go well. What is your plan for today? What are you going to do first? Are you going to make a run or drop pots and make a run? Or what's the story? Uh, you know, we're, we're probably going to go uh, rock fishing, and then we'll probably come back and set some hoops. So, uh, you know, it's nice having all the speed on the boat, and that definitely pays out dividends when we're coming out here. So we're going to take advantage of it. Got flat weather today. Mother Nature's being very nice today with us. So I'm, uh, I'm looking for a nice, easy, full throttle, full throttle drive everywhere we're going to go. So uh, we're going to take advantage of the weather and, and zip all over as fast as we can. This is going to hold up for a few days. Then it's going to get up a little bumpy, and then it's going to lay out again. So uh, anybody who wants to go hooping right now is a good time to go, or tuna fishing. I mean, it's, it's a go-do-it-weekend in the ocean for sure. Absolutely. There's no doubt about it. James, uh, did you get that opportunity to scoot out and do tuna yourself? I know you've got to be hearing all the action going on out there. These guys are – every guy I talk to is saying it's off the hook. Yeah, I did. Unfortunately, the only day I was able to get out was on a full moon phase. Uh, we had one day that we got one. One day we got skunked, but hey, that's tuna fishing. But I tell you what, the guys that went this week and found uh, new moon conditions did really well. A lot of tuna came up over the rail. A lot of a lot of two, three fish scores on tuna doesn't sound like a bunch, but when you look at the size of the fish, it's like wow. You know, that's, that's that's a lot of fish when it, you get a hun- couple 150-pounders come over the rail. So well, didn't, we didn't get to go in, in any of that action, but uh, we did manage to go out and get one, And uh, but a lot of guys being successful all week on them. Well, you hear James talking about tuna, and James has got the rig all set to go for it. There's no doubt about it. He's got an ideal situation with a big casting platform in the right in the front of that boat. You guys are going to – there's so much room. It so, must be so easy fighting a big fish like that, unlike uh, some of the other circumstances. This is a great opportunity to get out, folks. You're going to hear Steve Carson coming on next because Steve Carson and James Smith are going to be doing tuna seminars at the International Sportsman this year together and sharing all the information to make you a better opportunity for catching your own out there or going out with them and better understanding the whole process. If you're interested in seeing something big come across the deck of your boat that you're going to love, enjoy, and all your friends will be giving you their address, too, it would be a good time to get out there. But, folks, this is crab season. It's up and going right now. Get on board with them. Get all your crab for the holidays coming up. So many people love them for Thanksgiving and Christmas. It's just a go-for-it situation. James, is the weather going to be settling down? It looks like it's calming down in here, but it's cooling down inland. we got temperatures dropping down into the high 60s later this week a couple of chances of sprinkles monday and friday but it doesn't look like it's too bad what's the wind going to be like out there any other opportunities for the tuna guys to get out 
Yeah, they'll have some they'll have some opportunities. I think Tuesday will be a little bumpy. There is a large groundswell that's going to visit Northern California here in the next few days. But uh, you know, the original forecast looked like uh, looked really bad, and now look like it's settling down a little bit. I think there's a good chance guys can get back out in the water, take advantage of this big bite that's going on. Well, folks, it's a it's a real great opportunity right now. It fills in a big void that we've had with the closure of salmon season. We'll be talking about that later on with Mike Ogney from the Golden State Salmon Association, some of the things that are going on right now. But, folks, this is the golden opportunity. You've got the bay. The bay halibut are still going. Rittenberg Bank cranking out monster ling and rock cod for you. You got plenty of crab opportunities and tuna too. I don't know, James, if you've seen it, but there's a lot of fiberglass boats that look like they need washed and all the leaves brushed off of them going down the freeway right now, heading your direction. Oh yeah, everybody loves the crab opener and taking advantage of it on a Saturday with nice weather. It doesn't get much better than that. So, seeing a lot of boats here today, a lot of interest. The boat launch was packed this morning. Everybody trying to get out for early season crab. Yeah, one of the fun things I used to do at Eagle Lake was to sit on the boat launch with a nice breakfast sandwich or something, a cup of coffee, and just watch the boat launch in the mornings. And I'll bet over there at the Berkeley Public Launch Ramp, that's going to be a good place to sit and have entertainment this morning. <laughs> no doubt about that. Everybody <laughs> who uh, forgot how to operate a boat will be launching this morning. Yeah, that's because you guys too. don't live close enough at to Granite Bay at Folsom Lake. Oh, to, you don't even put straps on your no, boat, do you? you? Just sw- you know, you just swing out there a couple times during the summer and, uh, you know, take a little iced tea in the truck and just watch the watch the fun. Yeah, it could be entertaining. There's no doubt about it. Apparently, the jet skis don't have to obey the five-mile-an-hour speed limit buoys to either step. Well, that's kind of cool. We need to get some of those. Yeah, just, you need a treble hook. That's all Yeah, just step off the dock onto your jet ski and wide open throttle. No reason to idle out with everybody else. <laughs> Sounds like James Smith leaving the docks at in Berkeley. Yeah, well, Captain, we got a lot of noise coming in right now. There, that's a little better. What did you do? Go down to the engine compartment? No, no, no. I just I I switched off the speakerphone. It is foggy this morning, so if you are coming out in the water, warm up your radars. There's a lot of fog out here. Yeah, and there's probably a lot more boats than usual, too, while you're out there. James, give them all the hookup information. they got to share in all the bounty that you've got in that salt water for them to get involved in. Absolutely. The number here, 510-417-5557 or reach us on the web at CaliforniaDawn.com, also on Facebook and Instagram. California Dawn Sport Fishing, come check us out. I will have photos, pictures, videos, Everything coming over the rail today. And we lost him. As, lo- as well as his voice, I just yeah. disconnected him there. You got to get on board with him, folks. It's a great time. And a GPS great is not radar, just so you know. Yeah, well, he's. I'm sure he's got some radar. Out he there. has radar, but, you know, running around out there in the fog with all the boat traffic at the crab trip. And the pots. You right. know, guys are laying pots out there right now. There's yeah. buoys that are bobbing up and down the water. If you can't see it, yeah. your prop's going to have an interesting twist to it, shall we say. Exactly right. Well, we better take a quick break right now. When we come back, we're hooking up with the man himself, the director of Penn Fishing University's our own tuna expert, Senior Tuna, comes up next, Mr. Steve Carson. Ready to 
to share in the excitement of a world-class fishing experience, a fishing getaway with friends, or a tour of San Francisco Bay or Northern California's coast? With over 35 years of experience fishing the bay and coastal waters, Captain James Smith and the professional crews of the California Don 1 and California Don 2 will put you in the action. The 50-foot Cal Don 1 and the 55-foot Cal Don 2 Catamaran both offer a great fishing platform for comfort, efficiency, and the smoothest of rides on the water. Specializing in live bait potluck trips, California Dawn boats are powered by twin diesel engines with the latest and greatest in marine electronics, sonar, and safety equipment. Heated cabins, comfortable seating, full galleys with hot meals and restroom facilities make the Caldon 1 and 2 the, the most, most comfortable fishing charters available. Seasonally fishing halibut, stripers, sturgeon, shark, salmon, rockin' lingcod, and of course, crab. There are those moments of special opportunity for bluefin tuna, albacore, white sea bass, and other exotics coming within reach. And the captain will announce any planned trips for those species. This is Captain James Smith. If you're ready for our great on-the-water fishing experience, look no further. Give me a call at 510-417-5557. I'd love to show you Bay Area fishing at its finest. To book a trip or find out more about the ultimate fishing experience on either the Caldon 1 or Caldon 2, give them a call at 510-417-5557 or check them out on the web at CaliforniaDawn.com. Hey, we've got some good news. California Sportsman's now on Instagram. Just look up California Sportsman and we'll pop right up. Check out photos and videos of some of your favorite fishermen, and you can get an inside look at what it's like to be in the studio with us. Check us out on Instagram at California Sportsman. That's California Sportsman on Instagram. Hi, this is Seth to tell you about my favorite car dealership and the reason why I won't go anyplace else for a new or used vehicle or for service for that matter. It's the people. Well-trained, knowledgeable employees, top-notch service department professionals, and the best pricing on new and used vehicles. Where? Only at Ron Duprat Ford, just off I-80 and next door to our friends at Gone Fishing Marine in Dixon. Don't get hung up in that big city shuffle. Head to Dixon and check out Ron Duprat Ford. You'll love that small town atmosphere with no hassles and no closers. I know I sure do. Family owned and operated since 1956, it's one of the very few dealerships to receive the President's Award for excellence in customer service and sales. When it comes time for you to purchase a new vehicle or to solve a problem with one you've already got go to the best ron duprat ford and dixon the number one ford parts and service department in northern california it's where i go for all my needs sales or service take the short drive from high prices check first with ron duprat ford and dixon find out more at rondupratford.com or call toll free at 877-463-5436 why would you buy any place else kingfisher boats has become the standard for sportsmen who value toughness ride comfort and great fishability and gone fishing marine and dixon is your heavy gauge aluminum boat headquarters featuring the full line of kingfisher boats the offshore coastal sport or river jet series boats from 16 to 35 feet are designed for saltwater freshwater lakes or river fishing and god fishing marines trained cell staff will help you select exactly what you need when it comes to power and accessories kingfisher's clean lines classy paint choices stainless accents diamond plating stylish interiors and storage all add up to the highest quality boat on the market today learn more Godfisher Marine in Dixon, gfmarine.com, or kingfisherboats.com. It's time for Pure Fishing's Pro Staff Tip of the Week. Brought to you by Berkeley, Penn, Abu Garcia, and Shakespeare, manufacturers of the finest in fishing tackle and related products. 
Turn up the volume and listen close. We're sharing tips, techniques, latest innovations, the newest products, and legendary fish catching tactics from cold water, warm water, and salt water pros. They'll tell you how they did it with a little help from their friends at Berkeley, Penn, Abu Garcia, and Shakespeare. All you have to do is pay attention and then go fishing. And joining us in the Pure Fishing Pro Staff Team of the Week is the man himself, our own senior tuna, the director of Penn Fishing Universities, Mr. Steve Carson, joins us. Good morning, tuna. Good morning, Sepp. It's tuna. exciting coming out, coming on after James. Hey, I usually I usually don't get to hear him. You know, I only have three words written right next to you right now, next to your name on my list. Tuna, tuna, tuna. Go for it, my friend. Oh, man. Again, there's a 1,600-mile-long school of bluefin tuna <laughs> that stretches from the Oregon border to almost Cabo San Lucas. It's insane. And the big ones are all up in Northern California, basically from Monterey North. Now, they still catch a lot of them in San Diego, <laughs> mostly there, you know, 30 to 60 pounds, a few 90-pounders. But... Everything that's coming in in the north is a uh, 100 pounds or more. There was one caught uh, two days ago that they didn't get a weight on, but I saw the picture, and and uh, it's, it's in the 250-ish range. It's crazy, and I, I want to make an analogy for Kent Brown. Having listened to, to James, I, for, I forgot that today was the crab opener, and it's foggy. So now you've got some hardcore, serious tuna anglers getting ready to, to just, like, bomb out there as 30. if they're in a big, big bass tournament, and there's a crappie derby going on. Right, yeah, with with no running lights. <laughs> exactly. At, at 30 miles an hour. And 25-horsepower motors. <laughs> so that's that's a good analogy that I can make, but it, it it's crazy. And, and I was studying Dr. Barbara Block's map, and Dr. Barbara Block is the uh, – She's the world's foremost authority on bluefin tuna, and she can command, uh, you know, government grants for, for satellite tags in the bluefin. And uh, so she said where they go, when they go, how long they stay there for. And bluefin tuna, the Pacific bluefin tuna, Sep, what month do you think it is that the bluefin tuna, the most bluefin tuna are in Northern California, and that is from Monterey to the Oregon border. What month do you think that is? Well, just based on what's going on, I'd say November. You are exactly right. So until the weather says, and on, on those individual days where the weather says you can't fish, you can't go out there, um, get out there. They're biting, and they're there. This is not weird. This is not unusual. This is not a once-in-a-lifetime thing. This is what the bluefin do. What's changed is that you have a lot of people, whether it's because of the salmon closure, maybe, whether it's because uh, the, the rock hot depths have finally been opened up so people can go out to those outer areas they hadn't been going to for, uh, you know, a couple of decades, and suddenly they get there and there's bluefin tuna there, uh, maybe, but um, it's it, this is not unusual. For years, not weird. for years, They're we've fun. heard of big fish jumping out there. Guys are way out there, and they say, "Hey, we're seeing big fish jump." Well, yeah, they've been jumping out there for years. You're right. We just never ventured out there to consider them a sport fish because we didn't know how close they really were or how close they really come to the shore. 
And, of course, the other thing is, and, and partially it's because so many of the serious NorCal anglers have come down to San Diego to fish the bluefin, that when they, and they get the gear, you have to have the gear. You have to have the proper gear. Your, your old shark rod or your old sturgeon rod or even your old albacore rod will not do it. So they've been down to San Diego, they've caught the bluefin, and they've caught the bluefin fever. They go back home with that bluefin-grade gear, and poof, now they're getting them at home. Yeah, and now they they break out that bluefin credit card, too, because <laughs> it is not an inexpensive investment into getting into this. And those people that have been racing down to San Diego, like we've been promoting for 20 years here on California Sportsman, now have the opportunity not to have to pay for hotel, not to have to pay for airfare. Drive over to San Francisco and head on out, or drive to Bodega Bay, drive to Fort Bragg. Fort Bragg had tuna two miles off the coast. Two miles. They were catching them two to ten. That's a great chase right there. That is that. That's absolutely incredible. That in that close, and it's been happening up and down the coast where the bluefin have been in that close. It's a fast-moving fish, needless to say. So you can't uh, think about it too long. You got to say, "Oops, they're here. They're biting. Let's go get them." Um, but well, we're lucky. It's a sixteen hundred mile school. Uh, exactly. Exactly. It, you know the, the the population is exceeding what the government's uh, estimates are by dramatic amounts. Well, I mean some of the uh, some of the uh, uh, aerial spotters, the guys that are out there, you know, looking for them uh, via plane, and uh, that's been happening a lot in Southern California. I heard there was a NorCal guy, just a a, a private pilot who wasn't really doing it for anything other than his own interest. Spotted a couple of school schools, uh, uh, radioed in the uh, position, and helped some guys catch some fish. That is just another deadly, deadly tactic. Is is having is having the luxury of a plane spotting the schools of bluefin. Yeah, it kind of comes in handy. It's almost like that forward-facing sonar, isn't it? Uh kind of exactly like that. <laughs> Well, Steve, this is amazing. You predicted it was going to be happening. You've told us every year. They go right past us. We just don't fish for them. Well, I bet from this day on, we fish for tuna off of California's coast at every opportunity. Oh, you can count on it. And my my prediction of a 300-pounder in NorCal has not happened yet. It will. But, but some fish that have been very, very close to that have been caught and more effort you know, more experience, more expertise applied to it, it's going to happen. Well, folks, make sure you, uh, when the International Sportsman's Exposition comes to town January 18th to 21st, you make sure you highlight the Captain James Smith and Steve Carson seminar on tuna, tuna, tuna. That way, if you're interested in it, you can find out what it takes. If you're already interested in it, you can find out which boats are going out, what kind of tackle you need for local fishing here. It's a great opportunity, but even better, folks. Remember, it's opening of crab season. We still got the Bay Halibut, and we still got great action going on out at Rittenberg Bank. Some of those big rocks and lings. Steve, thanks so much for your update on this. We're thrilled with the opportunities, and I'm sure we'll have even more to talk about next week, my friend. All right, cool. Thanks a lot, Seth. You have a great time. I know you got a busy schedule today. Have at it, and that's why we put him on early. Thanks for spending some time with us, Steve. Take care. Thanks, Seth. All right. Great guy with great sources of information. And, you know, we talked about Pyramid Lake a couple of weeks ago, how uh, the fishing is outstanding. You can get 15 to 20 fish a day up there right now. Some of them going 8, 
10, 20, maybe up to 30 pounds and larger. Big, giant, cutthroat trout. Well, that's kind of crummy fishing for a lot of people. And they don't think pyramid is that good sometimes. Well, I'm going to take you now to a friend of mine that I've known for about 20 years, I guess now, Mr. Corey Keller with the Hendrix Bait and Tackle Company out of Fallon, Nevada. He's a tackle distributor all over Northern California into Nevada. God knows what he covers nowadays, but he fishes Pyramid a lot, and he's always running around up in the Eagle Lake area. We're going to talk together about Eagle Lake and Pyramid, but first, I'd like to welcome Corey Keller to the show. Good morning, Kelly. Good morning, Corey. I'll be fine. Just got to change your last name for me. Corey, is, Corey taught me a great deal along with Jared Johnson at uh, Flaming Gorge Reservoir for years out there when Marilyn and I had a fifth wheel going out every year fishing it. And this guy is a stick. And when I say a stick, that means if he tells you something about angling, write it down because you can take it to the bank. Corey, give us an idea of what's going on at Pyramid right now and why it's disappointing to some, but great fishing for those people that don't catch many fish. I know. I was just having a conversation with someone saying we were catching 15 to 20, up to 30 fish a day, up to 8 pounds, and a little disappointed. He's like, do you hear yourself? Most guys would kill for a 5-pound trout. <laughs> Heck but, yes. But it's been pretty good. You know, it's transferred over from a, a solid lineman bite to really spoons. Spoons are where you want to be if you're on the troll. Um, and colors matter. I mean, there's... I had some buddies out yesterday where they put a spoon out, silver black, pop a fish right off the bat going, perfect. I think I dialed in the color, and then it won't be touched for an hour. Throw on another color, go to like a straight silver, boom, pop a fish, then nothing. Um, just got to work a lot of water, cover a lot of water, and once again, find the bait, find the bait, find the bait, um, look for birds. It's almost like fish in the ocean out there. Are they bait balls right now, or are they starting to split up a little bit with the cold weather? Um, no, they're still pretty balled up. You know, the lake's just starting to get to the point where it's getting ready to turn over. It hasn't quite yet. It's dropped about almost 10 degrees from the opener. Um, just trying to come a little off color. So we're on the verge of it turning over, and then it's going to be my favorite season when the trout are just top 30, 40 feet of water and just on the chew shoreline. It's it's a lot of fun. We're going to have to get you up there. Well, you can count on it. I'm definitely <laughs> going to be going with you up there. But, you know, let's take a look at Eagle Lake real quick, too. Yep. Eagle Lake is going through exactly the same thing. Everybody went through the full moon. That just kind of shuts down the fishing because they can see, you know, the silhouettes of lures or bait fish against a light surface at night. So Eagle Lake is is reaching that point of turnover, too, and it kind of slowed down. But now this new moon process, and you guys hear us talk about new moon. It isn't a big full moon. It's no moon. That's when you don't have the light at night. And from the new moon, about a week and a half after that new moon, things really are probably some of the best fishing opportunities of the month, don't you think, Corey? I would totally agree. And the same thing, you get into that different fishing where we're up at Eagle Lake where we're doing like the slip bobbers with the Eagle Lake jigs. And, I mean, you just don't do that all the time. And the winter time is the time to do that. Yeah, and fishing shallows with little bitty micro flies under a, a strike indicator, you know, in three feet of water. And they're picking yeah. up these little minuscule flies and just going for it. Yeah. No, and then, well, you know, the Eagle Lake's train are just, they're just so strong, so powerful. And if you've never done it, it's, it's something that should be done. I got photos I got photos this week from Robert Muller at North State Guide Service. A 514 and a 54 his clients caught up there this week. Said uh, he's heard about some sixes but hasn't seen them yet. So it's yeah, big fish so it's big fish time up at Eagle Lake, no question about it right now. From now until probably till it gets awfully cold and you don't want to fish up there, you're going to have the opportunity cuz it doesn't close until sometime in March, I think early March. Yeah, now it goes all the way through 
so it'll be good. And yeah, I mean, it's fun. Well, you know, and when does strike indicators, bobbers? When does pyramid kick in? When do you think that bite is just going to go nuts up there? Is it just going to take the turnover there and at Eagle to get those top line trollers out there and banging the fish on surface? Yeah, no, I think you're right. Another week to two weeks, I think the lakes will start to turn. And for pyramid, anyways, it'll it'll just kind of stop for ten days to fifteen days, give or take. Lake will become a funky green. You'll see um, clops of floating moss. Once all that settles, then the the fish just get on the chew. They start running the shoreline, come accessible more to the guys from the fishing from the shore. Um, that's when I jump into running flat fish on side planters and really banging them into the mud in like 10 feet of water, and you're catching these monster 12, 15-pound fish off side planters in shallow water um, in, in cold temperatures. That tick on the bottom is is the answer to a lot. It attracts those fish when they see something over there. They think it's another fish feeding or whatever, or bait fish moving through. Folks, it's a great technique. You can slow down, let it drop down, then pick up the speed. That's a very effective technique, too, and I'll bet you've done that a few times. Oh, yeah, just like up the gorge for lake trout going over a hump, digging the flatfish right through it, and as soon as it pops off the hump, boom, fish is on. That's it, right. Yeah, it's, I mean, you look at some of my um, flatfish in my boxes, and they're missing like the first one inch of all the paint. <laughs> what lures would you suggest, and what colors would you suggest people take out to uh, Pyramid to really get into them and intercept these fish right now? Well, I will be going out here in about another, uh, about another hour we're going to head out there. I'm going to be running probably some chartreuses with some reds, you know, kind of like what you're talking about, the yellow with the red diamond, something in that color tone, just because of the fish are going to be 20 to 40 feet right now. I um, had a buddy on um, Thursday was just going to clip his um, flatfish into a downrigger and grabbed it on the surface. So he was down maybe eight foot. So they're, they're coming up, um, but I'll be running silvers, um, whites, chartreuses, um, if there's going to be some cloud cover, I'll probably run in two each hub colors or a dark purple or dark blues. So take that variety out there. Um, make sure, but it is, it's been a spoon bite. If you're fishing from a, a kayak or a float tube, guys are basically, they're fly fishing, but they're basically drop shotting balance leeches, kind of like what you use up at Eagle Lake. Are they running some tubes in that anywhere from three and a half to five inch tubes and vertically jigging those as well? Big fish time, folks. Trophy-sized rainbow trout at Eagle Lake are abundant. You can get into them. A lot of five-pounders are being caught from what I'm hearing up there right now. And, man, you can't beat the world-class cutthroat fishing over there at Pyramid Lake. There's just no way to beat it. Corey, I want to thank you for sharing with our listeners the great information and your experience on the lake. And, again, folks, he works with Hendricks Bait and Tackle Company. You ever see him out there, corner him and make him show you some of the hot lures that are working. Corey, thanks for sharing with our listeners. We will talk to you again very soon, my friend. You got it. Have a great day. All right. Take care. Great guy. Great place to fish and a great opportunity for all you anglers that are ready to catch a trophy. Let's take a quick break. When we come back, it's RVs and Destinations. We'll be right back. Captain Jay Lopes of Right Hook Sport Fishing invites you to climb aboard his 26-foot Parker, the Right Hook, berthed at Martinez, for an enjoyable day or night of fishing on the productive sturgeon and striper waters of Sassoon Bay and the Delta. One of the fastest six-pack boats around, the Right Hook has a fully enclosed heated cabin that easily accommodates up to six anglers, fully rigged with all the marine electronics and high-quality fishing gear you'll need. Right Hook Sport Fishing keeps their clients in the action, moving seasonally from the ocean to the bays. Halibut, stripers, sturgeon, rockfish, salmon, or albacore. Whatever the quarry, wherever it hides, Captain J. Lopes will get you there and back in comfort and safety. 
give him a call at 916-417-5670 and book a trip now. Or check him out on the web at righthooksportfishing.com. Northern California's newest tackle shop, Bodega Tackle, is located in Penaluma, right on the way to Bodega Bay. Bodega Tackle, a one-stop shop, features high-quality live and frozen tray baits, plus a full selection of tackle for bay and ocean fishing, as well as tackle for freshwater species. Owner Ken Brown and his experienced staff are on hand and ready to help anglers get rigged up. Need fresh line? Bring in reels for a new line at the Berkeley Line Winding Station. Check them out on Facebook, Instagram, and at bodegatackle.com. Bodega Tackle, open seven days a week. Stop by and you'll catch more fish. France is the leader in marine electronics, design, and manufacturing. And their new HDS Live Series with active imaging and GPS mapping products are cutting-edge technology and light years ahead of the competition. France offers a comprehensive range of products for your every need. From entry-level fish locators to the most sophisticated marine electronics on the market today, they're easy to use and are backed by a comprehensive advantage service program. The new live series with active imaging and 3-in-1 sonar combines Lowrance Chirp with side scan and down scan imaging, allowing anglers to quickly search fish holding structures and enhances fish reveal with a higher level of clarity and target separation. Lowrance products provide sportsmen with the ultimate and high performance features at competitive pricing. Clearer views, less clutter, more targets, incredible shallow and deep water performance. Lowrance has it all. Check out the new HDS Live with touchscreen display and the entire line of marine electronics at your favorite dealer or on the web at Lowrance.com. Lowrance is the perfect locator for you. I can't wait to spend some quality time with my son fishing this year, teaching him about casting, how to choose baits, set the hook, and how to be safe on the water by always wearing a life jacket. Save the ones you love. A message from California State Parks Division of Boating and Waterways. It's time for RVing and Destinations, sponsored by Manteca Trailer and Motorhome. Since 1970, Manteca Trailer and Motorhome has cared for their customers with warm, personal attention and high standards of product and service excellence. They offer customers great value in pricing on industry leaders such as Jayco, Winnebago, Newmar, and many more. You'll be amazed by the selection of new and used RVs, toy haulers, fifth wheels, trailers, and motorhomes, and the huge inventory to choose from. Recipient of the West Coast Dealer of the Year and multiple Best of awards, Manteca Trailer and Motorhome has become one of Northern California's highest volume RV dealers. And now, here's Sepp with another great reason to be outdoors and RVing. A recent article highlighted what it costs to own a motorhome, and it contained information that owners and potential owners need to check into. It pointed out that there's no way to put a price tag on the freedom that an RV brings to an owner, but it also covered some of those associated and related expenses that go along with it. To begin with, when you buy the motorhome, there are many types and styles to choose from. Class A, Class B, C, etc. And each one has subcategories of accessories with varying prices. You can also choose between new and used units. Any one of these will cost anywhere from 15000 to up to a million dollars or more. You and your family will make the determination on how much to spend based on your basic needs dressed up with fancy accessories. Yes, motors homes are a big investment, but imagine the fun you're going to have. Don't think for a minute that we're trying to talk you out of this big investment. Quite the opposite. Find the right unit and go for it. But no, there are a few associated costs you should be aware with after you've made the big purchase. The first thing, of course, as you drive off the lot is where are you going to park it? 
We've covered the basics earlier in the show, but you've decided to put it in a garage, the backyard, or in a storage facility. You already know what this part of ownership is going to cost. Regular maintenance costs will vary depending on the status and age of your unit and how much it gets utilized. If defects surface in a new unit, it'll obviously be covered under warranty. On average, upkeep and maintenance will cost an average of about $1,000 a year, and the bigger the problem, the more it will cost. However, make a point of becoming familiar with your RV and you can do basic repairs yourself and cut down on costs significantly. All good advice. Yes, owning a motorhome is an added cost to your household, but the return on investment is really something that you can't place a dollar value on. Think it through, make a decision, go for it, and enjoy. Stop by Manteca Trailer and Motorhome on Highway 120. Check the full inventory of new and used RVs, trailers, motorhomes, and a huge retail store and showroom with parts and accessories. The state-of-the-art service facility is one of the largest in the western states, featuring 30 bays to get you up to speed and back on your way RVing. Review the entire inventory at the MantecaTrailer.com website with photos and pricing, or better yet, stop by and take a look. Low prices, huge selection, great service. There's no need to look any further further. Manteca Trailer and Motorhome catering to sportsmen around the West. We're not the biggest, we're the nicest. The Bob Davis people at Manteca Trailer and Motorhome. Manteca! And now, more California sportsmen with Seth Hendrickson. Hey, there is so much going on out there in the world. We've got to share it with you right now. This next little segment we're going to do with Captain Rick Powers on the new Sea Angler. I'm going to ask him to talk a little bit about what's going on out there because the last line we had in a discussion yesterday on the phone is, I don't think Rick Powers knows where he's going today. He's got so many possibilities. Let's find out where he did go. Good morning, Captain. Somehow I ought to bring you up on the air at the same time probably. Are you up, Rick? Oh, we moved him to the new time slot so we wouldn't have problems, and he's not there. Oh, well. We lost Captain Rick. Let's see if we can get He's going to have to buy us lunch at his restaurant now. Oh, well, that can always happen yeah. like that. Yeah, it's saying he's on air. It's definitely gone right now. Well, we're down. They said he just, he's gone. There's a lot going on out there in Bodega, and a great, I mean, a great time of year to be there. Obviously, the crab folks are, are you know, headed out there, and, uh, we got him back, back up. He came up. Let's see if he's sticking this time. They're checking with him in the studio right now. What's it like in there? Yes, love it when we, he's live. Look, oh, he, he is going to have to buy us lunch then. For Good morning, off, Captain. Are you with me? I'm with you, Seth. Good yeah. morning. I just figured that extra 20 minutes would get you away from that bad zone. We, we needed something to talk about, so we told everybody you were buying us lunch at the restaurant in Bodega. That's not a problem. Anytime. You guys come on out. We'll Perfect. take care of you. Thanks, Ricky. <laughs> Rick, everything is going on. You have so many options. I know you want to go out for crab today, being the crab opener. What are you going to do today with all the options in front of you? Well, we're we're on our way out to catch some big rock on, and hopefully we can light those things up, and then we're going to go catch the Uh-oh. Yeah. Oh, man. You're coming and yeah, going. I'm in and out. You're coming and going. And 
and he's gone. That's just the way it works. We try to talk to these captains. Well, and he's he's got, busy trying to get on get his folks on the water. Well, here's exactly what's going on. He had to get, get loaded up, ready to go, crabbing everything, so they're prepared. Now he's got a decision. He can't drop the pots real quick. Doesn't have bait yet. So right. they got to have plenty of bait and everything, so they're going to go out and get the rocket link cod. As those guys are cleaning up the bait and everything or cleaning up their catch, they're going to have plenty of stuff for the traps. Right. Then they'll put them out for later. the hoops. They yeah. can't use traps now. They use yeah, the hoops. So they can bring them down, drop them down. And with the biomass that's down there right now, shouldn't be any problem or any time filling up a trap. Right. Yeah. So And, and they're a using hoop, rings. I can't keep saying Rings traps. and hoops. Can't say traps. And for a few it's more so, weeks. It's so confusing with what's going on out there with this regulation, that regulation. And, they can't and the do press this. release that came out that it said the commercial dungeon season is canceled or delayed. Right. Well, nobody read the word commercial. Right. They all thought it was <laughs> everybody. It, everybody. Yeah, no, no, no. It's, uh, our, it's, it's an exciting time. People are out there. We're going to, at the seven o'clock hour, we're going to be jumping on board the uh, Real Magic with Jeff and Kimberly Berger. They're going to be out there chasing yeah. uh, crab today, too. But I think all the guys are going out there, going out, doing the big rock fish and everything, and they know the crabbing should be pretty easy. So they'll come back in and do that. Our fish and wildlife folks probably need to take that communication 1A course over again. Uh, you saw what I sent you yesterday. Yeah, what a great piece from from the folks up at the Oregon Oregon uh, Fish and Wildlife. I mean, I they, was, you know, I was very. Impressed it was encouraging to go fishing. Yeah, you they know, were, they were telling about opportunities and what to do yeah. with these places and what kind of fish. You Here's can a have. list of everything we've canceled that you can no longer do, courtesy of the California Department of Fish and Wildlife. Well, some of it's their fault, some of it's not, but not, all of it is management, management, management. Management. Yeah, amazing how that happens. But you know. This is the time of year, Sep, when we when we jump on and 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 it is different this year when we don't have salmon in the river. You know, we're not tracking them. You know, we're going up and down the river and going to Calusa and going to downtown Sac and going to, you know, chase those fish around. It's just it's a lot different this year, but still a lot of great opportunities. Absolutely. Well, Mr. Lopes is just checking in with me. He must be out there crabbing this morning, too. We'll be checking in with him in just a few the minutes, The whole too. crew. The whole but I, crew. I think it's time. We uh, visited a friend of ours back in Texas that's on a deer hunt. Let's see what's going on here. With decades of experience fishing Northern California's lakes, streams, rivers, bays, and ocean, YouTube's Alan Fong Outdoors brings the outdoors and fishing directly to you. It's your opportunity to learn from one of the best in the West. Here's Alan Fong, the Rodfather. Good morning, Alan. Morning. How you guys doing? Hey, we're doing great. What's Texas looking like this morning? Uh, it's beautiful out here. The weather's really nice. Um, it's it's pretty out here. It looks like it's kind of cloudy. Well, but right now I'm stuck with Ralph. So, well, tell them, tell our listeners what you're up to out there today. Then we'll get into the fishing stuff. I'm gonna do a little radicating on his ranch. Um, just observing all these monster bucks out here. It's unbelievable. I saw the photos, yeah. and we threw those up on Instagram. So if people want to see what monster buck racks look like, you have an opportunity. Yeah, they're they're unbelievable. These things are average, like one and two year olds that are you know hugging that two hundred class. They're just unbelievable. Well, they're beautiful deer. There's no question about that. And you've got that. You do this every year, don't you? Uh, yes, I do. I love coming out here. Yeah. We've been friends forever, and he knows Kent. So yeah, know, way back. Good... It's yep. a, it's a whole way back crew around yeah. here. 
Well, Alan, tell our listeners what's going on locally. I watched your Thursday report, and it seems like the lid's coming off of everything. If it's not off the hook, it's about to be. Yeah, you know, the water temperature keeps dropping. It was 57, 58 degrees. Um, I was out there on Monday and Tuesday, and I had some big bulbs on top water on stripers, but I only hooked up with one that was about seven, eight pounds. But I saw a couple of their back came clean out of the water. You know, I'm throwing the 10-inch top water, and they look like they're teeners. So it's getting, you know, real close. And, you know, at this time of year when it cools off like this, it always rings that crappie bell in my head. So I went and <laughs> did a, I think it's going to air this Monday if Denise could get it edited. But I, but we couldn't find any of the trees that I normally found. So fish, so I turned the side scan on. I found a tree that was probably 40 or 50 feet long. And for two hours nonstop just yanking Nice size crappie, bigger than your hand. Well, that that so tree it, behind you in the video seemed like it was about forty feet long when you were filming <laughs> the video. There, I'm kind of inclined to think that it's that tree right behind no, you. No, it's there. not that tree. Uh huh. Yeah. Susan is underwater. Hey, folks! Ah. If Alan Fong says it's not that tree, you can bank on it, gang. Hey, that. <laughs> <laughs> it just it just looked like a good one, and I'm sure you took a look under that tree too. Oh yeah, and then we went. <laughs> Um, bass fishing next day and that's obviously that's going crazy we, had, we probably had close to a 19 pound bag but you know i think the fishing in the area is going to pick up everywhere um a friend of mine was up at berryessa and said he slayed the crappie so you know it's, i think it's getting to be time that's know, what i'm looking a, forward to myself i want to get up and do some of the crappie while we're waiting for those kings to see if they show up down there at the puta creek bridge like they did a couple of years ago that the crappie, yeah. crappie fishing is great at Berryessa, and they are big. You can really get into some nice ones out there, and I want to get into a few. I did get a turnover, I'm hoping, and I'm going to be chasing those landlocks. We'll see. You know, it's getting close. When I was out there trolling about a week and a half ago, I was going over wads of weeds that had lifted up off the bottom that were, looked like they were about the size of a boat. I mean, just huge gobs lifting up off the bottom coming up, and you'd troll through it, and you'd have 40 pounds of weed hanging on you. Huh. Well, you need to move. Go to a different area. I did exactly that. But you know how many fish were swimming around that? I think a lot of the bait fish were hiding in those things, too. But there was a lot of fish around all that. We stuck it out. We caught more pounds of uh, weeds than we did a fish out there, though, I guarantee it. You know, the Fairfield yeah. Sassoon Bass Reapers, are they moved their annual tournament. Now it's in the fall, so it's on November 19th. It's a Sunday, Sep, and there's a, there's a remote chance that I may drag the Ranger over and fish that with Mark Blanton. Really? Yeah. Yeah, you should. That you know, and come time November, the weather cools like this. Get that spoon out. That's all you're gonna need. Yeah. So we we Can might just sneak out? over and do that. Huh? We might sneak over and do that. That'd be good. The last yeah. tournament I fished on Berryessa was in '96. <laughs> That's been a while. I, I'm shocked that Kent Brown's even interesting or entertaining the idea of going on to Berryessa. I'm going with anything. Blanton. Well, that's one of his boat buyers. <laughs> right, exactly right. <laughs> yeah, for fun. Well, Alan, what else are guys coming into the shop talking about at Fisherman's Warehouse? Those guys, uh, I know there's probably, their steelhead has slowed down or closed now, I would imagine, over on the American. Yeah, the um, Barbara Zone's closed. They're still catching a few, but Bluefin, man, is off the hook. 
crazy. You've heard guys that are going out there picking up one here, picking up a couple here. You hearing any guys going out there doing four, five, six? Uh, no, uh, mostly ones and twos. Um, one friend of ours took four the other day, landed two. My nephew went out Sunday with my brother. They got one, then they got one the next day. But, you know, there's everybody's hooking up. Guys coming in the shop are hooked, you know, one, two. So, you know, everything looks good out there. If you And if you go to Fort Bragg, they're only like no more than 10 miles out. Yeah. Some of them were catching two to 10 miles out were some of the reports that I got way up yep. there, too. Even up in Eureka, they're hooking <laughs> fish. It's, as Tuna said, Senior Tuna said earlier today on the show, he goes, it's a 1,600-mile school from Mexico all the way up to the Oregon border. And that's what we're dealing yeah. with is these fish swim by out there. We've never had the inclination to go that extra five, 10 miles to get out there into this, into their region, into their zones that they travel in. And because of the lack of salmon fishing, people have been going out there and Katie bar the door. Look what's out there. Son of a gun. Well, yeah, all the, and you know, if you read about them there, these are all the juveniles. These are all the ones that are out, just out here to eat. So you need to get out there if you want to hook one. Well, Alan, we appreciate you sharing with it, your information on your deer hunt back there from Texas. We appreciate it. We miss you uh, here live in the studio because this is your week to be in here live. But we'll drag you in again here real soon, and we look yeah. forward forward to your updated reports. Tell them real quick uh, how they can get a subscription free to your Alan Fong Outdoors channel. Yeah, just log on there and be a subscriber, you know, and it'll help my channel a lot. All you have to do is go to Alan Fong Outdoors, click subscribe, and it'll be sitting there for you on your desktop in the morning. Alan, thanks for hooking up with us. Good luck on your hunt today. Have a great shoot. Tell Ralph and Cheryl hi, buddy, and send us a picture. Yeah. Hey, hi. See you, buddy. Hey, how you doing, man? He's got a bunch of people around him. I heard some guys coughing, too. Yeah. They're anxious to get out there and do their thing, and so's Mike Ogney, our next guest, right after this quick break. Since 1952, Scotty has been recognized for product excellence, and their entire line of downriggers and accessories is unmatched in performance and dependability. With full-size and compact models available for both freshwater and saltwater, Scotty has downrigger for every on-the-water need. Scotty Downriggers, isn't it time you joined the Scotty team? No one makes a more reliable, powerful, and efficient lineup of outboard motors than Mercury Marine. Backed by decades of innovation and leadership, Mercury outboards from 2.5 to 400 horsepower are built to go the distance. Mercury outboards are the ultimate combination of smooth and quiet operation, refined power, and effortless control. Check out the full line at Gone Fishing Marine in Dixon. Their trained sales staff will help you select the right boat and the right Mercury outboard for power. It all adds up to the most popular engines on the market today. Mercury Marine and Gone Fishing Marine. For boaters who settle for nothing but the best, go boldly with Mercury. There's nothing more peaceful than fishing. Just me, my pole, and some bait. Oh, and my life jacket, of course. I like fish, but I don't want to end up at the bottom of the water with them. Save the ones you love. A message from California State Parks Division of Boating and Waterways. California salmon are more than just a fish. They're a way of life. They're a vital part of our economy, our environment, and our culture. But they're in peril facing tough times. That's why the Golden State Salmon Association is working hard. We're a group of fishermen, environmentalists, businesses, and families who believe that salmon are essential for California's future. GSSA is working tirelessly to restore and protect this iconic species for generations to come. Visit goldenstatesalmon.org to learn more.
I'm up with Mike Ogney. I'm told I should actually pay more attention to what's going on in here. Kent and I are having a wonderful conversation. Mr. Mike Ogney joins us. What the heck? It's our only chance all week to catch up. Push the buttons up, will you? Hey, I got to have the headphones. Sep and I were catching up, Mike. We, you know, I mean, it's really our only chance to talk all week. Is when we're in studio, supposed to do a radio show. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, well, welcome back, welcome back, Kent. Good to hear you on, and uh, congratulations with your. your daughter on the uh, voice yeah. uh, i guess that's been a lot of fun it's been huh? very exciting yeah she'll she'll continue on the next upcoming weeks will be on uh, the uh, knockout rounds you so. should see his travel schedule around here down to la back up here down to la back yeah up right here. it's a little bit crazy but it's all fun yeah well yeah well, well enjoy it mike i know we're going to talk about some salmon situations here but real quick we lost Rick Powers going out, and he was going to talk about tuna real quick. So can the Golden State Salmon Association oh tell God, us a little yeah. bit about what's going on with tuna, and then we can get into salmon? Give a full disclaimer. I'm not a big-time tuna fisherman. You know, salmon is definitely my my uh, niche. But I was out at Bodega yesterday um, assisting uh, Jeff and uh, Kim on the uh, Real Magic, just getting some pots in the boat. They'll be. Uh, I don't want to steal any of her thunder. I know that she's coming up in the next hour, but uh, – Hey, it looks really good. There's a lot of guys piling into Bodega Bay. But yesterday, right next to Real Magic, a uh, little skipjack, uh, or no, yeah, a skipjack came in. These guys had three bluefin before 9 o'clock in the morning. 125 to, I want to say, you know, 175 pounds. It's so hard to estimate these weights. These fish are just huge. They had... They were in the harbor and cutting fish by noon yesterday, and they were only like an hour out. It was just it's been some really good fish, and there's a big biomass of of life out there, and it's just um, it's just starting to kind of look up. This is like the fifth year that we've had this. That this is going to be kind of our new fall normal. The the whales are going to hang out longer into the fall, kind of screwing up when we can put crab traps in the water, but we can fish. With the uh, with the conicals with the with the uh, ring gear because you're actually um, standing by th- that gear you're not leaving it so it, it doesn't become a, a big endangerment for uh, entangling whales but and, you know I actually heard a charter boat yesterday um, discuss a possible crab and tuna combo so that's how that's how off the hook the, this tuna fishing is, is getting. Well, those guys that you're talking about that got the three could have done that if crab season had been they over. They could have. Yeah, they, they could have easily. Talk about wanting it all, all at once, huh? They might as well stop at Rittenberg and get their limited rockfish on their way back first. Well, why not just stop at Cordell and get some chili peppers? You don't have to go quite as far. And uh, these guys are are, are, are trolling within, uh, within 20 miles of the coast. They're up and down over kind of a, a wide area. There's fish down off of Half Moon Bay, fish outside of the Fairlawn Islands. This this bunch here is kind of outside of the uh, of the Bodega Bay weather buoy and up. And I hear you know, as you're saying earlier, Fort Bragg, Eureka, you you know, all of our guys, uh, Gary Blassie on the Sea Weasel, Tony Sapuvala. Oh, you know he's out. Oh yeah, no, no, but they they've all caught bluefin this past week, and for and for many of them. Their first bluefin ever. So this is catching everyone's uh, attention. And uh, I'm just thinking that it could be uh, more of a normal thing here due to our climate warming. So we're going to 
have to see. The jury's still out, but uh, it, we're starting to see uh, patterns here of, of, of whales sticking around longer and these bluefin coming in thicker and thicker and thicker. So I think it's going to be a really good thing. And on the salmon front, um, the uh, American River Hatchery was supposed to open up here a few days ago, but they had uh, low oxygen levels coming in into the uh, off the uh, lake release. So they did delay the opener there. There's a lot of fish coming into the American, and that's good news because we're going to need those extra eggs to take up to Coleman and um, fill up all the raceways up at Coleman. They're really shooting hard to get a whole bunch of fish raised in the hatcheries this year and try to resalt our our rivers with what has not been returning due to uh, – the state loves to like, just say it's all drought. It's not all drought. No, it's not all drought. It's management period. You have to manage during yes. drought periods in addition to managing during exactly. non-drought periods. Management's most important thing about it. Now, real quick, uh, salmon numbers. I've been reading a lot of the reports on how many fish are returning to the hatcheries, what kind of eggs they're expecting to get. It seems that there's some pretty decent numbers coming in, although they aren't overwhelming. It, many of these, like McCullamy is just getting packed with stuff right now. What are you hearing as far as hatchery returns and egg production that we're going to see? The the feather, the American, and the, and are the ones that count. Those are those fish are actually counted. The McCullamy fish are not counted as part of the return. And it's it's a little bit frustrating, and it's 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 I can't explain it in this short amount of of time, but we're seeing good returns on those. We saw a very poor return up on uh, Coleman. We're not seeing the fish on the upper sack, and the upper sack is our main producer, and always has been. It's always it's traditionally produced about forty percent of the naturally spawned fish, and we're not getting any naturally spawned fish out of. Um, the Upper Sack, Deer Creek, Mill Creek, Battle Creek, they're all way down because they've been flushing warm flows off of Shasta in 2020 and 2021 and 2022. And you start doing that every single year, and they have literally have killed the run up there. And, I'm t- and they are, is the Bureau of Reclamation. So we got to get this back on track. Well, we've heard, we've heard all kinds of promises that they're going to do that, that things are going to change. They're going to be working with other agencies finally and making sure that water temperatures are correct. The proof is in the pudding. The proof will be in the temperatures coming out when they start letting them out during the spawn. We'll see. Correct. And we have and we have lots of water behind the dams now. So that, that's what the... Uh, no what the excuses. No excuses. And they're already telling us to conserve. They're already telling Sacramento you can only water one day. When we've got an abundance of water. And the federal government wants to take a trillion gallons from the west and run it back east someplace. I don't know what's going on. It ain't my world, and I'm not in charge of it, but I'm sure surprised at some of the things happening. I'm just glad the Golden State Salmon Association's there fighting to make sure we've got salmon going on forever. And, Mike, I thank you and everybody involved in the Golden State Salmon Association for everything you've done. And I'd also like to thank the Northern California Guides and Sportsmen's Association for the things that they've done, and they're having their big fundraising dinner tonight up in uh, Yuba City. That's so, just huge. That, Marysville. That, 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 Marysville. Huge. That's right. They moved it to Marysville this year. Yeah. It is a huge event. 
They do the similar things that the Golden State Salmon Association does. It's all about salmon and keeping them here in California. Mike, thanks for hooking up with us today. We always appreciate hearing from the Golden State Salmon Association. You have a good one, and it's about time we go fishing here, my friend. Drop me a dime. I'm ready. I will. You take care. Thanks for hooking up with us. Thanks, guys. All right, Mr. Mike Ogney. You know, guys, there's a whole other hour of this show right around the corner here. Whether you want it or not, isn't there some music that's supposed to be playing? Oh, we get to play the outro first. See, that would have been a good hint for this old man. Just say outro. Play it. See how effective that is? Golden State Salmon Association, a group working together. Fishermen, charter boat captains, river guides, and people from all walks of life who care. All with a single objective, to restore and maintain California salmon for their economic, recreational, commercial, cultural, and health values. GSSA's ongoing mission is to develop and implement policies and projects targeted to improve salmon survival rates for the benefit of all people, wildlife, and communities. With your help, populations can thrive in our rivers and ocean. Learn more about supporting GSSA at goldenstatesalmon.org. It's not over yet. Stick around for more fishing, hunting, and outdoor action in the second hour of the award-winning California Sportsman with Sepp Hendrickson. Coming up next. Lowrance is the leader in marine electronics design and manufacturing, and their new live series of fish finders are state-of-the-art for today's anglers and light years ahead of the competition. From entry-level finders to the most sophisticated Lowrance electronics on the market, Fisherman's Warehouse Mega Stores in Manteca, Sacramento, and Fairfield have it all, and their trained sales staff will help you find the exact unit you need. Fisherman's Warehouse and Lowrance Electronics, providing sportsmen with the ultimate high-performance fish-finding features and the best possible pricing. Check out the new Lowrance Live and the full line of Lowrance products at your favorite Fisherman's Warehouse location. Hey, we've got some good news. California Sportsman's now on Instagram. Just look up California Sportsman and we'll pop right up. Check out photos and videos of some of your favorite fishermen, and you can get an inside look at what it's like to be in the studio with us. Check us out on Instagram at California Sportsman. That's California Sportsman on Instagram. Quail Point Hunt Club offers sportsmen affordable upland game bird hunts starting at only $80. For pheasant, quail, and chucker on 2,000 acres of natural cover in the rolling hills near Zamora. And their new and challenging sporting clays course is one of the finest in the state. Hone your shooting skills, enjoy the day hunting the field, or start your dog on a training program. Located only 30 minutes from Sacramento and one hour from the Bay Area, Quail Point Hunt Club and Olive Hill Kennels offer California sportsmen the best in upland shooting sports. Check them out on the web at quailpoint.com. Now, here's owner David Martin. Good morning, sportsmen. Upland game and waterfowl season are coming up. When you go out to set up your decoys at your blind, take your dog with you and let them run around. Once your decoys are set on dry ground, do some bumper work for 8 to 10 minutes. This is a great opportunity to get your dog to run through the decoys to make retrieves. It's much easier to make corrections before you get water. If you have the opportunity, take your dog back out to the blind while water is starting to fill. Again, it's much easier to make any needed corrections before your area is completely flooded. Your dog will be way ahead of the game before opening day with just a few easy preseason drills. 
I can't wait to spend some quality time with my son fishing this year, teaching him about casting, how to choose bait, set the hook, and how to be safe on the water by always wearing a life jacket. Save the ones you love. A message from California State Parks Division of Boating and Waterways. And now, more California Sportsman with Seth Hendrickson. Hey, we're back, and we've got a second hour that is a show full for you. In just a moment, we're going to take you live on board The Real Magic with Captain Kimberly and Jeff Berger. We'll be checking out what they're up to today, and I know they're getting ready for probably some good rock fishing as well as a lot of crab. Jay Lopes is going to be talking with us about sturgeon. I thought he was going to be crabbing today, but he's staying home because his big Northern California Guides and Sportsmen's Association dinner that he's involved in heavily starts at 3 o'clock today, so he'll be heading down for that. And then Jeff Goodwin's going to join us live on the water from Lake Shasta, where big rainbows, browns, and king salmon are available. And we'll talk a little bit about the Sacramento River, those rainbows down there. It's getting that time of year that you need to go up there and get into that nonstop action for those beautiful river rainbows. Nate Kells just showed up live in the studio. Big Nate's Guide Service. We're going to talk about Lake Berryessa here and see if there's some crappie biting someplace one of these days. Wouldn't be a bad idea. Travis Morgan's got a good thing for you on duck season. Then we're taking you live in the blind to Los Banos with Randy Pringle. And, of course, Mr. Dave Hurley, the editor of Western Outdoor News, hooks up with us, too. We've got him sharing more Northern California angling opportunities for you. But let's waste no time. Let's go to beautiful Bodega Bay and let's climb on board the real magic with Kim Berger right now. Good morning, Captain. Good morning, Seth. How are you doing? I'm doing better than you. I'm sitting in a nice warm place and you're getting ready to go out and catch me a whole bunch of crabs and stop by my house on the way home, aren't you? We sure are, Seth. Oh, we sure are. you are. <laughs> It's it's <laughs> got to be a lot of excitement down there. Have your clients started showing up yet? Because I know you don't pull yep. out for another half hour or so. Both loaded, ready to go. We even have two girls on the boat. Girl power today. All right. Have you, you got the Have <laughs> you got the cute cookers out there today too? Yep, they'll be out here in a couple hours getting the pots ready for when we come in to cook the crab. That's one of the. Now, what are you going to do today? You're going to take off and head out someplace? Or are you going to target crab totally? Or what's the, what's oh. the plan? You know, Seb, it's a crazy plan today because we could get crab and tuna today in Bodega Bay. Yesterday, all week, we've been catching good bluefin tuna. So um, we're going to go out for crab and then uh, rockfish. And on the way out to the rockfish, maybe we'll find some of those bluefin tuna. All right, stop the clock. What have you been doing with bluefin? I want our listeners to hear about it. (laughs) Yeah, they're catching them every day here in Bodega. Um, Jeff and I haven't been out yet, but our son, Harry, he went out two weeks ago and he caught 150 pounders. So we're excited. We're excited to get out there and get some on the uh, real magic. Oh, how many how many opportunities are you going to have in the next couple of weeks? Do you think? Oh, you know, I've been watching the wind and watching it, and it's a it's a strange. There's a, a strange blowout there, so I'm hoping it stays out far. We can get out there at least three or four times next week for those tuna. Oh, geez, and it's going to be good, folks. It's going to be great. Well, the excitement of opening day is kind of overshadowed by tuna, 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 because I think yeah. it's so exciting. <laughs> but to have the opportunity, like Mike mentioned earlier, he goes, he'd heard somebody was thinking about doing this, and wouldn't you know it'd be you and Jeff trying to talk yep. people into going out for tuna in the morning and crab in the <laughs> afternoon, and it will work. There's no question about it. It's a it's yeah, a great it's, plan. 
Yeah, it's going to be a it's a beautiful day. It's been a beautiful week all day all weekend, Bodega. We have like San Diego weather down here. It's just amazing. Well, just amazing. having a big platform like the Real Magic a catamaran out there, very stable fishing platform. You're not bobbing around in the water. It's very stable. It's very comfortable fishing. It it makes it a whole lot easier. And you know, when people think of crab fishing, they think, oh, we just go out in the deckhand and the captain take care of everything. That's not the way it works anymore, is it? <laughs> No, that's not the way it works. We try to get the whole boat involved. You know, as long as they want to get involved, when we get the women and the children on the boat, the kids always love to get involved with the crabbing and the fishing. So uh, on the Real Magic, that's kind of what we like to specialize in. Specialize in, you know, get the get your kids out here. Get them out here catching crab. Well, I think it's a cool way to get things started. A lot of folks uh, are very interested in getting a bunch of crab because they love it for the holidays. But it's just an interesting first level for those kids and everybody coming into it. So they can see the crab pots coming up and the color change just before it breaks the surface. And then there's that sound, everybody going, oh! (laughs) And that's what happens when they see the bounty. What are your expectations based on what you're hearing from last year and what Mr. Ogney's been talking to you about? What are your expectations for how long it's going to take to fill a hoop this time? Oh, crabs this year, you know, they didn't open up the commercial, you know, they don't open up the first, second week anyways. But um, last year wasn't amazing. We had a best crab season ever. So we're just expecting it to be that just that good, you know, this year. And uh, just the you know, best, sweetest crab you can get, Bodega Bay crab. Well, I'm sure it's a good golden opportunity, and I know it's sweet because I've eaten a bunch of it. <laughs> Kim, give them all the hookup information so they can find out more about the, what the Real Magic has to offer. Give you guys a call and find out when they can climb on board with you and have some fun, too. Sure thanks, Sure thanks. That's for Bodega Bay, uh, Real Magic, um, 707-875-BOAT, and uh, Real Magic Sport Fishing on a – on, on on the internet so give us a call give us a ring go online book your we're filling up quick uh, november's already almost full so if you're ready for december december get on the you know get on our books give Absol- us a call. absolutely get out there and do the uh crabby dance with them because it's a good thing to do oh yeah yeah we just finished the crabby dance that's an amazing dance right there merlin set up for us and it's magical we've never been skunked with the, you know, after doing the crabby dance. So. Well, you do the crabby dance and you come back to the cute cookers there on the docks. They'll take care of all yep. of your crab cooking for you and load you up for your ride home. What a great way to do it. Kim, thanks for hooking up with us today. You and Jeff have a great time. And if you get tuna, you let me know. Send me a text. Let me know what's going on out there. I'll send you a picture and we'll be dropping crab off to you too, Step. No, you don't have to, but yes, you do. <laughs> yes, you do. Don't, don't think for a minute you can get away with not going by my house. Kim, thanks so much. We'll talk to you again real soon. Good luck out there today. Thanks, Jeff. You have a wonderful day. All right. Have a good one out there. Hey, you know, this guy was going to be out. Let's give him some crap. Well, let's give him some hell. Let's really just ride his case. How come you're not out there today, Captain? Well, I didn't realize the doors open for the dinner at 3 p.m. We would have been close, pushing it really close today. Well, you've pushed it so close we, all your life, Lopes. Yeah, we definitely have. We've been <laughs> yeah, you're right. We're joined now by Captain Jay Lopes with Right Hook Sport Fishing. He was going to talk to us about sturgeon fishing today, but he was going to go out with some buddies and do a little crabbing, but he heard the dinner starts at 3 o'clock, doors open. There's probably a little work you got to do in advance of it, too, because uh, even though you're attending the dinner, I bet he has you doing a few things, too. Oh, you never know. James is all over the board. He may need some help. So uh, well, we're t- there. I mean, he's a big supporter. I got to tell you, the photos that you sent me the other day of Captain James Smith, yourself, and James Stone all together on the sturgeon boat, leaning over, letting that big fish go. That was a classic photo right there. And I'm sure you guys uh, knew exactly what you were doing. 
Yeah, no, it was uh, that was a an awesome day actually. Um, over the course of the last few months, uh, James Stone and James Smith have been uh, helping us, uh, you know, the sturgeon industry out, and and I decided to you know try to get them both on the boat at the same time and just give back a little bit for what they've been donating their time to help us out and uh, get us to what you know opportunities we do have right now. And so we went out and we actually hooked a few fish, and James Smith got one about eight foot that that was in that picture that we. Uh, got an awesome bite out of and photo and sent her off to, to swim and make more babies uh, this winter. Did so J- that was a, a did, great opportunity. Did James have to pass the rod off to anybody else? Um, you know what? What was funny is he, he wanted to. He, he he said he hasn't caught a fish like that that pulled that hard in a while. So, um, But, uh, no, that was a beautiful fish, and uh, he handled it like a pro like he is. Well, so, it, it's a classic. Apparently, he it, didn't have his deckhand ish with him to, uh, yeah, you know, do all and, the hard work. And the rod off. His stunt double. His stunt double. Yeah. Well, there's a little. Yeah, that's funny. I think yeah. they would recognize the difference in Maybe. that double. No question <laughs> about it. Well, I'll tell you what, Jay, the sturgeon fishing is solid. There's no question about it. You're catching the, all the photos that I'm seeing from the guys. I'm seeing smalls. I'm seeing shorts. I'm seeing mediums. I'm seeing capables. I'm seeing oversized. That's what we want to see year round, isn't it? Yeah, absolutely. There's um, the, the the population seems pretty good. Um, what we're seeing, there's fish spread out all over the place. Like I mentioned the last time we spoke, uh, there's fish as high up as Decker Island, the power lines um, in the middle, Port Chicago, Pittsburgh. We caught that big fish for James all the way down to the Martinez Bridge. There's fish. Um, there's fish literally everywhere. They're biting. Uh, the water temps are uh, dropping, which is going to be in our favor when it get, when it was real hot like it was it took a little while for the water temps to come down but now we're in the low 60s upper 50s these fish are really going to start putting on the feedback um and they're going to start grouping up a little bit more um so we are um um we're going to be back out tomorrow uh we took a few days off here because the tides got really small and the last time the tides were small the fish weren't as active but we have the big tides coming back uh, starting today actually the guys are really going to get back into the fish today but for the next week and a half or so we're gonna be back on the water pretty heavy expecting some big things um you know double digit sturgeon days are are common and we've been seeing those Seth. there's a lot of opportunity out there to be had and it's only going to get a little better here that's exactly what you want so i think what uh, you need to do is uh, take that dog out for a duck hunt here pretty quick guy yeah she's uh <laughs> she's our wild one from billy mays uh, she's telling me she wants to go for a walk this morning I'd be I'd be listening to the sound of the bark. She can drag you out of the door whenever she wants to. Captain Jay Lopes with Right Hook Sport Fishing. He's sturgeon fishing in the in the Delta. You should be out there with him too. Great opportunities, big, strong, healthy fish. And you can keep if you want, or you can let it go if you want. And letting it go will make you feel better than keeping it, is my guess. Jay, thanks for hooking up with us today. Before you go, give them all the hookup they need so they can give you a shout and check out more information on the internet too. Yeah, absolutely. Give us a call, area code 916-417-5670, and on the web at righthooksportfishing.com. And check us on the on the on Facebook at uh, Right Hook Sport Fishing. And hopefully we see some of you guys at the NorCal Guides and Sportsman's Association dinner tonight, and uh, maybe we could chat and talk about uh, what the year is going to come. I hope you guys have a great, successful event, raise a bunch of money, and keep doing what the Northern California Guides and Sportsman's Association does best putting the pressure on our friends to make sure we've always got great fisheries in California. Thank you so much, partner. You take care, and I'll talk to you again real soon. Have a great evening. Take it easy, guys. Bye-bye. Count on it. Count on it. Kent, how about gun owners of California? Did I win? 
You did not, but uh, you were part of uh, of the group that they want to thank that supported all the dinner shoots and membership drives so far this year. Uh, there's a lot still happening with our Second Amendment, and I uh, want to make sure that you're staying armed and informed by uh, supporting our friends at Gun Owners of California. Winner 44 of the 2023 Gun Owners of California, 52 guns, a 52-weeks raffle ticket, 474. That's Art Mc. Capes of Lakeside, California. Congratulations, Art. You've got a Savage 110 Engage Hunter XP bolt action into 70 Winchester. They're going to be giving you a call, sending you down to Shooter's Pro Shop in Roseville or Guns Fishing and other stuff in Vacaville to do all the proper paperwork. 2023, the 48th year of fighting for your gun rights as America's oldest pro-gun political action committee. Ready for a hookup? Then it's time you head to the calm and productive waters of Bodega Bay and climb aboard one of the nicest and fastest charter boats around. The Real Magic, owned and operated by Captains Jeff and Kimberly Berger. Their fully updated 34-foot catamaran is 12 feet wide and extremely stable and is powered by 700 horsepower. Equipped with all the latest in electronics and state-of-the-art equipment to ensure a successful day, the real magic will get you on the fish action fast and then back to harbor in comfort and safety. Don't miss the opportunity to fish with the best. Call the real magic today and book your trip. 707-875-BOAT. They'll get you into the fish and plenty of crab too. 707-875-BOAT. 707-875-BOAT. Hey, we've got some good news. California Sportsman is now on Instagram. Just look up California Sportsman and we'll pop right up. Check out photos and videos of some of your favorite fishermen, and you can get an inside look at what it's like to be in the studio with us. Check us out on Instagram at California Sportsman. That's California Sportsman on Instagram. If you spend more time telling the one that got away stories instead of showing off giant fish pictures, get to Fisherman's Warehouse and grab some Gamakatsu hooks. Gamakatsu has hundreds of hooks for every technique, and Fisherman's Warehouse has the full selection. Change to the world's sharpest hooks from Gamakatsu, improve your fish catching, and end the lost fish stories. Fisherman's Warehouse in Sacramento, Manteca, and Fairfield all carry a full selection of Gamakatsu hooks for every fishing application. Stop in today or shop online at Fisherman'sWarehouse.com. Lorenz is the leader in marine electronics, design, and manufacturing. And their new HDS Live Series with active imaging and GPS mapping products are cutting-edge technology and light years ahead of the competition. Lorenz offers a comprehensive range of products for your every need. From entry-level fish locators to the most sophisticated marine electronics on the market today, they're easy to use and are backed by a comprehensive advantage service program. The new Live Series with active imaging and 3-in-1 Sonar combines Lorance Chirp with side scan and down scan imaging, allowing anglers to quickly search fish holding structures and enhances fish reveal with a higher level of clarity and target separation. Lorance products provide sportsmen with the ultimate and high performance features at competitive pricing. Clearer views, less clutter, more targets, incredible shallow and deep water performance. Lorance has it all. Check out the new HDS Live with touchscreen display and the entire line of marine electronics at your favorite dealer or on the web at Lorance.com. Lorance. It's the perfect locator for you. And now, more California sportsmen with Seth Hendrickson. 
One of the things I've been trying to do for the past few years is get my tail end back up to fish the Sacramento River for those great rainbows from Redding down to oh, Anderson River Park or wherever the, the end of the great action is. But I'm always kind of torn when I'm heading up to the Redding area. Well, maybe I ought to go to Shasta because they got those big old king salmon in there. Or Whiskey the, Town or Trinity. or Big old brown trout swimming around in Shasta. Big old rainbow trout. And, and now I got Jeff Goodwin here live on the phone with me running Jeff Goodwin's guide service. He fishes both those waters and he's teasing me with dates to get on the Sacramento River. Good morning, Captain. How are you doing today? Good morning, Seb. I'm doing great. How are you? I'm sitting here trying to figure out how Kent Brown and I can get up there and do some trout fishing with you on the river. We're trying to work out dates right here in the studio right now. I told him, I said, we got to lock this date down and we're going to lose it here pretty quick. Jeff, tell our, uh, listeners, we'll get you in there. tell our listeners what the Sacramento River in that area produces and the kind of action that one could experience. Well, you know, it's, it varies season to season, you know, time of year mainly. But um, the trout fishery in Redding, it's a catch-and-release fishery. Um, unless you, you get one of those unicorn uh, hatchery steelhead up here, and you can, you can harvest a couple of those. Um, but it's a phenomenal fishery. There's, uh, I've heard um, up to 6,000 um, fish per river mile. Um, and those, those trout, you know, will range in size from 12 inches up to, uh, you know, 25, 28 inches. Um, six. 0.13 pounds is the biggest rainbow that any of my clients have hooked um, on the sack there. So you got a you got a shot at a trophy every time you go out. It's just a just a fun fishery. It's so much fun. It's like nonstop action. What are your favorite techniques for fishing those stretches? Well, you know when when we have salmon in the system, the you know egg presentations, you know either natural cured eggs or. Um, Eight millimeter beads is like a staple for, you know, this time of year and in the spring as well when the sucker spawn happens and the trout spawn. Um, so we just vary the colors a little bit and bobber dog or side drift those presentations. Um, I tend to catch bigger fish plug fishing. And so I like to, I like to back troll plugs through some of the holding water and, um, you know, it's just like everything. Some days are on an egg bite, some days are on a plug bite and, you know, you just go out prepared to do both and do what they want. Exactly. Well, it's a trophy opportunity, folks. And catch and release, they are so beautiful, you wouldn't want to take one anyway. Just absolutely perfect water temperatures for them. Everything is ideal there. And while it's catch and release, that's how they get 6,000 fish per mile of water. It's amazing. Well, what's going on at Shasta? You've got the, the source of the great rainbow trout in the river fishery down there, but... What about the lake? Kings, bows, browns. What's going on up there right now? And has it started to turn over yet? Um, you know, it's we're cooling off. It's 61 degrees on the surface now, finally. Um, hopefully we'll break into that high 50s mark. Um, probably within, you know, the next two weeks or so. Depends on our evening temps. But uh, the rainbow bite is really good. We just started our topwater fishery. Um, I'm not having to, to send any rods down deep right now. Everything's 20 foot or less, you know, in the water column. Um, you'll still mark fish down deep, but we're just having the best luck on top. Um, I did have an opportunity last week uh, to go fish back in Dry Creek, looking for some kings, and we did find a few, nothing big, but um, short trip. We just went out with a buddy and uh, to sample what we could, we could, you know, get to go there. And 
Um, we were surprised to catch some two-year-old class kings, and um, but that was it. That's it for now. So the, we're back to rainbows and browns. What were the depths of the kings that you were getting into? Seventy oh. feet was where where we got both of our, yeah. our kings. Um, it's got a ways to go there. before it turns, man. It, you know, it's kind of scary how it's dragging on so long. But we had the cooling trend, and then it warmed up a little bit. Had another cooling trend, warmed up a little bit. Yesterday was flat warm. Have you noticed? And I'm that, in a sweatshirt. Have this you morning. noticed we're not losing the leaves on the trees? Exactly. Near like we should yet. Well, you know, it's a lot sure, of that is sure. the cold hasn't really hit us right. yet, and the wind hasn't really blown and like had it the will moisture, blow. We've had the, moisture late and a little bit early, and yeah, so it's just big north winds is what we're looking for right, right now. That'll turn every one of the lakes, and they're all trying, and they eventually sure, will right. on their own anyway. But they're working hard at turning over on their own. Jeff, uh, on the lake, what's your best offerings to pull? Is it the same thing for all three species, or do you identify specific lures for specific species? Well, you can, you know, mix things up. But if, you know, most consistent bite comes on spoons in the two to two-and-a-half-inch range, um, that's just a staple for us every month of the year. And you can throw down some... Um, flasher combos. I really like running pro trolls and, and Shasta Lake. Um, Kings love those. Browns absolutely love uh, eight-inch pro trolls. And all you got to do is throw something behind them, you know, one of those smaller spoons. Um, we'll work with some apexes now and again. And um, if if you're kind of good at salmon fishing in the ocean, these browns, kings, um, and even the rainbows sometimes respond very favorably to uh, anchovies um, or even shad um, and those are terrific baits uh, a lot of times of the year as well you're just putting them in a rotator and trolling them slowly along so that the fish see a kind of a natural injured minnow look yep yep and you put a flasher in front of them to you know give them give them a little bit more action and put a nice tight drill bit spin on that bait and uh, especially the the anchovies um, another thing i've been playing around with the last few years and surprised to see that um it's very effective as well are the um the brad's uh, super baits the originals the skinnies oh yeah um load those with tuna or anchovy or sardine or shad meat and boy i tell you what when that thing goes it's either going to be a king or a big brown and um you don't catch tons of fish on those presentations but when you do get them they're good ones Try slicing up a little piece of anchovy and putting inside that thing and closing it back up and put the rubber band on and troll that. See what happens. Yeah. I never yeah. said that out they loud. Love. Did I say that out loud? I wouldn't listen. I didn't care. Uh, yeah, okay. I just wanted to make yeah. sure I didn't little, say that you, out loud. You lost me at little piece of anchovy. Well, I'll tell you, Alan Fong, is, <laughs> Alan Fong is not stupid with that little piece of anchovy he hangs on the back of lures sometimes. Believe me, it makes a difference. They'll either If you're fit, feeling a fish kind of poke at your offering, take it off. If it's just engulfed, leave it on. In the real fishing world, we call those jig trailers, but go ahead. I'm, I'm certain of that, but we don't well, in our yeah, world. No. Jeff, they got to get up there and do it just like I've got to get up there, and Kent and I will settle on a date today and get back to you. But please sure. give them all the hookup information that they need so they can get up there and share in Shasta Lake or the great Sacramento River Rainbow Bite. Yeah, just call our, uh, our office. Uh, Janie is the uh, office manager. It's She's at 530-510-2925. That's 530-510-2925. Or just search the web, jeffgoodwinfishing.com, or you can find us on uh, social media as well. Jeff, have a great day on the water. We appreciate you sharing with our listeners. Have a great time and slap a big one on the deck for somebody, will you? 
Absolutely. I'll send you a pic. All right. Please do. <laughs> Jeff Goodwin right with Jeff Goodwin Guide Services. He's a great guide, great equipment on board, and a good opportunity for you to learn a lot out fishing. Hey, what time is it? Oh, yeah. Nate Kelsch is here. Big Nate. Big Nate's Guide Service joins us live in the studio. He and I had a little meeting at Roundtable the other day. And we had a great time talking about the opportunities that are existing up at Berryessa. But the bite, which was great, took a crap one day, didn't it? It did. It did. You know, the uh, the bite's been fantastic. Um, probably probably the best I've seen in the past few years. And uh, we were out two days ago. Um, we, we should have had our limits, I'd say, by about 10 o'clock. Uh, the devilfish got popping off. And uh, the low-pressure system moved in on us at about 11 and the graph went blank, the bait fish scattered, and uh, we didn't get bit again for another two and a half, three hours. Well, you know there's a whole bunch of fish going, devil fish? What does he mean? What does he mean, devil fish? That's the limit fish. You're that done is. for the day. We got that everybody is. their fish. And sometimes it can be the toughest one to get. It can be. And sometimes you have clients that don't want to quit and will be sloppy. <laughs> and they lose a whole bunch of them. They, they, these things happen, you know, but... Uh, the the lake the lake's been fishing great, but sometimes these uh these pressure systems move in and everything and it everything take will just much, stop. It doesn't take much of the pressure system. We hardly got a drizzle out of anything. There exactly. was a little mist coming down, but a lot of it had to do with the moon, the transition, and then that pressure change. We don't feel it as much as they do. We see it with the clouds and everything coming in, but they feel the pressure change, and that's what causes them to – they need things to stabilize. So their internal structure and everything stabilizes, and they're dealing with that pressure change. And then they're more comfortable, and they can start feeding again. A couple of days off, no moon or a growing moon getting a little bit larger – I think that lake's going to turn right back on this and week. I think so, too. You know, usually when this happens, it'll, uh, it'll, it'll taper off for about two, three days, and then, and then it'll, it'll turn back on. But like you were saying, you know, you're talking about Shasta being a little bit late on the turnover. Um, Berryessa, it's, it's the same way. Uh, it seems like it's really close to turning over, but we still have a thermocline sitting at about 40 feet first thing in the morning. And then as soon as that sun hits the water, the thermocline goes up to about 15 feet, and then it disappears completely. And uh, when soon as that happens, I mean, you know, your graph, you, you'll start to lose all the bait. Um, you'll still see some marks, you know, so there's still a lot of fish sitting between 40 feet on up to the surface. Um, our best depths have been starting out actually deeper and then working our way up as the sun comes up. So, you know, 37, 35, 29, um, then we always we're right now I'm I'm back to running rods up up top too so I got a couple of rods on side planers, and it's been about an even mix of fish. Uh, this the transition that I'm seeing right now is probably just the I'd probably do just the opposite of that. I'd go out thinking catch the ones up on top that are early that are relaxed that aren't having the sun impact their vision or their eyes. The bait's going to drop down as soon as the sun sees. You could see it on your graph. Early in the day, everything's up here. And then they just start sliding down. The bait drops, the fish drop down below the bait, and it keeps going down and down and down. But in your case, it was just the opposite it's, the other day. It, it's extremely weird. Um, all, all the bait, it seems as the sun comes up, the bait pushes to the surface. There, there's, no, there's no surface activity whatsoever until the sun hits the water. And then you look out. And you know if it's glass, you'll see you'll see fish breaking breaking the surface. Watch all, for birds too. That's it all Man, day. If you see birds working a point, I right there at Skiers Cove. I came up there one day. There were birds all over the point right there. Trolled through there. Bam, bam, two trout just 
instantly. That's it. And the- there has been a big mix of fish lately. I see some what look like early season planters being caught right now, and I see holdover fish, some big rainbows, the big kings available too. What was that last big king you guys had? That one was uh, probably about six to seven pounds. It was, was 20, a- 26 inches. That's a fat. It was, it was skinny, though. It was it was skinny. It was it was a beautiful fish. I wish it was fat. Well, I remember like, the, I wish, I that little head and that huge body on when he sent me the other day. I, it looked like a fifteen inch trout head on about a six pound trout. <laughs> yeah, it just it's just crazy. These these uh, these trout they're gorging. I mean, um, they're, they're I took a picture the other day and I put it on my Facebook page. But if you look, it probably had twenty shad in its belly when I when I filleted it open and it still decided to come after yeah, them spoons. Eat, eating more sounds like me on a diet. You know, the crappie action is one thing I want to hit up there, and I know several people do. My brother does, too, and this is crappie time, isn't it? It is. It is from now all the way till about January. And some guys will go out there. They'll even use live minnows if they want to catch them, but a lot of guys that are into it are using the jigs, some of the smaller flies. Just about anything works when you put it in their face this time of year. It will. The the This is my favorite time of year for crappie because, you know, they really get nice, tight schools, and, uh, you know, the, the action can be fantastic. Nate Kels with Big Nate's Guide Service. Lake Berryess is his target lake right now, but he also fishes Pardee, Comanche, and many others. Give him a call, find out what the best water to attack is, and I would suggest you go to Berryessa for a while. I got a feeling that's going to turn on big time. Nate, give him the hookup for the phone number as well as website information, too. Thanks, Sepp. Uh, everyone, you can check me out at Big Nate's Guide Service on Facebook. Give me a call at 916-860-9180. Um, I'm I'm pretty booked up, but we can always uh, try and find you a spot and get out uh, get out wherever the best bite's going on and go out and make some memories. We'll have some fun. That's the way to do it. Big Nate with Big Nate's Guide Service. Give him that phone number one more time. It's 916-860-9180. Hey, it's about time for Get a Clue. Where's the boss when we need her? Get a Clue. Get a Clue is brought to you by Guns, Fishing, and Other Stuff in Vacaville, your one-stop destination for everything for the great outdoors. The next time you're heading along the Highway 80 corridor, either west to the bay for stripers, sturgeon, or halibut, or east to your favorite lake or place to hunt, stop by the number one fishing and hunting destination just off the freeway, Guns, Fishing, and Other Stuff in Vacaville. Whether you're looking for firearms, ammunition, scopes, binoculars, or the latest rods and reels from the top manufacturers, tackle, fishing gear, or bait, you can be sure that guns, fishing, and other stuff will have it in stock. And now, here's today's Get a Clue. Hi, this is Marilyn. This is definitely a great time of year for outdoors folks. The current changes in weather conditions and lower temperatures are having a very positive effect on results. Anglers and hunters both have lots of choices to go for. Fishing continues to be good for just about every species in fresh and salt water. Hunting for ducks and deer is having great results. You can check out social media and see the smiling faces of successful folks. A word of caution, though. It's important to know the rules pertaining to your chosen outdoor activities. Be familiar with the rules and regulations, which are very confusing, as you know. Know the limits and keep only what you can use and have the licenses and paperwork with you. Do your homework. Be knowledgeable. Don't get caught in a situation that can end up causing problems. Another thing, dress for the event, bundle up in the mornings, and on the water, wear your life jacket. Get a clue. Take care of yourself. Stay safe and well. Till next week. 
you've driven past it for the last time. Now discover California's sportsman store that has it all at the right price. Guns, fishing, and other stuff in Vacaville. The first floor is dedicated to fishing and hunting gear, attire, and ammunition. But upstairs, it's a shooter's dream come true. With all the top shotguns, rifles, pistols, gear, and accessories you'll ever need, including an indoor shooting range to hone your skills. Make guns, fishing, and other stuff your outdoors destination of choice. Just off Highway 80 at the Alamo exit in Vacaville. Stop by soon or check them out on the web at gunsfishing.com. Get a clue. Founded in 1958, Daiwa is considered to be one of the best rod and reel manufacturers in the world. And Fisherman's Warehouse Mega Stores stock the entire line of Daiwa products. That's why seasoned anglers select Daiwa's popular precision casting reels with and without built-in line counters. The Lexa 100 is perfect for trout and salmon trollers. And the Lexa 300 is top choice when trolling stripers and other large game fish. Whether trolling for your favorite game fish or searching the depths for your next trophy catch, Daiwa has the perfect reel. See the entire lineup from Daiwa at all Fisherman's Warehouse mega stores in Sacramento, Manteca, and Fairfield. Don't miss a single show. California Sportsman and Ultimate Bass are now live streaming audio at seps.com and ultimatebassradio.com. Listen to the show whenever or wherever you want on iTunes or any platform you get your podcasts. Ultimate Bass at 5 a.m. and California Sportsman from 6 a.m. to 8 a.m. All a part of Seps Saturday Morning Outdoors. California Sportsman and Ultimate Bass, Saturday mornings from 5 a.m. to 8 a.m. and on iTunes. Now there's, there's no, no reason, reason to miss a single show. I got a garage full of fishing tackle and every time i get out on the water i realize i forgot something important but i never forget my life jacket i make sure my buddies wear theirs too save the ones you love a message from california state parks division of boating and waterways ready to shop at a well-stocked hunting fishing and outdoor store guns fishing and other stuff in vacville has everything you need for the great outdoors hunting and fishing gear guns and ammo and plenty of camo for you hunters they're loaded with fishing gear and all the accessories and outdoor apparel for the entire family and now here's the guy that hears it all over the counter with general manager travis morgan good morning gentlemen how's it going well with duck season a little over two weeks in most of the resident ducks are either shot up or have figured it out and left the country. So now we're all kicking back and waiting until late November, early December for all the ducks from up north come down and we get a good duck season going. You can always take this time while you were waiting in between the, the two flights is to take your, get your blinds spruced up, fix up the blind grass on it, get some more shells, fix up your decoys. Uh, buy more decoys if you need them in the spread. And also, you know, just if you want, call your early Christmas present to yourself. Get you that new shotgun you were looking for. But we're that we're that far in and we're moving forward. Also got um, bluefin are still out there and they're going fairly well. We seem to be selling a lot of bluefin tuna gear these days. And people are going out and I'm hearing all kinds of them being caught. So that's going to be a great fishery if it continues to go like it has been. We do have everything you need here from electric reels on down. So come on by and check that out. And everybody heard about all the news on the sturgeon that they lowered the slot limit. And there's only two per boat and all that. But you can still catch and release. Well, we have uh, sturgeon rigs on sale here at the store. And we have bass rigs on sale here at the store as well. So... 
we got a little bit of everything. Plus, don't forget, Black Friday is coming up, and we will have a big special on Black Friday and that I'm working on now. So be prepared for that as we get closer to it. Uh, as for that, I am off next week on my way to Colorado to go hunting for a week. And I'll try and get in touch. If not, I'll talk to you when I get back. You guys have a great weekend, and I look forward to seeing you in the store. Guns, fishing, and other stuff. You'll find everything you need and more on the shelves of their two big stores in Vacaville at 197 Butcher Road and in Dublin at 6705 Amador Plaza. Don't miss the deals at Guns, Fishing, and Other Stuff, and be sure to check them out on the web at gunsfishing.com. And now, more California sportsmen with Seth Hendrickson. Now, I think we're going to have to be real quiet in this next segment. I, I don't know if they're through shooting or not, but we're going live in the blind right now with Randy Pringle somewhere near Los Banas. He's down there on his duck hunt and his great blind. He's had some great shoots the last couple of weeks since the opener. Let's check in live this morning. Good morning, Randy. Hey, good morning, gentlemen. Are we whispering because we still need birds? No, we've been singing other songs like, uh, <laughs> we wish we could shoot a birdie, we wish... <laughs> are they few so have, and, are they few and far between or are you done for the day we've got three teal and one out in a bush that we got to go pick up in a minute um but yes uh when we got to the club yesterday it was dismal at best and we're as we look around there is zippity doo flying i mean we're waiting for that northern storms to push the next group of birds through because these ones right here had some signs on their chest last night that says Southern California or bust. Yeah, well, I would imagine you've got a good supply of uh, suntan lotion out there with you. Suntan lotion, and there's a new cream that you can put on Moonburn. Yeah, <laughs> well, we'll see what happens with the ducks, but I are you likely to get some more action this morning, or do you think it's basically done for the day already for you? You know what? Honestly, uh, what will happen is, a lot of these hunters on these clubs, um, we looked at the club next door to us, and there's nobody hunting there. So whatever birds that are on that property, it, they're not going to be pushed around. So if somebody gets up, moves around, we'll get a few birds here and there. Uh, but it's – it's. Well, wait, hold on. What do you got? Oh, we got a teal on the deck. He's coming this way. Teal coming in. Nope, he's down. Oh, he's he – land. Oh. oh, he's up again. He's going away, though. Uh, he heard California Sportsman, and he went, oh, shit, i got to go get that show. <laughs> well, so, no, uh, what's going to happen today is we've already decided with the hunters that were here at the uh, campfire, we're going to be doing some uh, fixing some blinds, working on blinds. Slovember is one of the great times where you can work on the blinds, work on your decoys, clean them all up, and uh, work on your stuff, and then get ready for the next group of birds coming through. So this is the time where we just kind of all work together and clean up uh, everything we can. Do some maintenance. Maintenance. Well, I'm certain you'll be doing that. But real quick, tell us what's going on with the bass, because I know when we were talking earlier, black bass in the Delta, you were getting into some action out there. You know, uh, it, was, it was awesome, my friend. Um, you know, we went out there for stripers and largemouth, and my clients uh, earlier this week wanted largemouth, and we we did really well on the largemouth. And all we're doing is throwing little hollow bellies, swim baits, you know, the Berkeley hollow bellies, and we're just throwing them out there and just doing a real slow retrieve with a 3 8 ounce um, head 
and I'm looking at that bird right there. See way out there by the sun? Um, oh, two right here. Front door, front door. They're now they're going to go down to that pond over there. But uh, so just a real slow. Yeah, they're right in the current. So if you find a break where the current's flowing through uh, or right off a shelf, they're just loading up. I think they realize that the temperature's dropping and uh, they're feeding really well. The stripers, uh, early morning bite only. Uh, I cannot get them after that. They're sporadic because the weather just is not cooperating. And I don't want to sit there and hold on to bait and let the bait soak. Well, I'll tell you what, Randy, you've got a great opportunity down there, one of the best blinds around, if the weather would just cooperate. It looks like it's going to be dropping down into the mid-60s to high-60s next week. So maybe that'll start getting some birds down. But you know what we really need? We need those storms that you wonder if the tree in your backyard is going to blow over. You need the storm that blows the leaves off the tree, and it needs to be cold because that combination is what will make everything roll for fishing, folks. And a little There's bit no for hunt, and a little bit for hunting too. If you're out there chasing ducks, all right, front door. We'll see if he gets a shot. You can see him that far out. There's no question that that was a ricocheting shot that took that bird out of the air. No question about it. What was that one? Another teal. My dog's spinning around in circles. In the coolies. Oh, he's going to grab it. Oh, got God. it. Perfect. Nice. Good girl, Bertie. You know, I think Randy's more proud of the dog than he is any of the birds, just like everybody exactly. that owns a good hunting dog. Exactly. Randy, thanks for hooking up with us. We don't want to blow any more of your hunt for you. Have a great time out there. But before you go, give them the number for the Fishing Instructor Guide Service so they can get out and have some fun with you, too. Yeah, well, i got to get Kent out here. if He's still duck hunting a little bit, but... Uh... Uh, my phone number is area code 209-543-6260, and let's get on those fish. All right, partner. Hey, nice job, Bert. Get ready. Have, a great, have a great morning out there. Randy Thank Frank you, will enjoy himself. I guess I'll, I'll turn on that mic, too, while I'm at Hit this. a button. Hit all the buttons. I was, I was running through them like you were this morning. Exactly right. I was playing you this morning, actually. Well, where have you? Are you really going to go up to Berryessa and do a little fishing? Uh, no, you know Mark Blanton and I talked about maybe going up and fishing that Fairfield Sassoon Bass Reapers tournament up there. I'd go up to watch that one. Yeah, we talked. We talked about maybe uh, jumping in. You know, we should do that kind of thing. I was my I, brother I, and I can just follow you guys I, around all day. Just be a comedy act. I took the <laughs> uh, I took the the advantage of his fifty off his fishing tackle sale the other day and. Uh, yeah, went in there. I didn't and, see you there when I was driving by. I was well, trying to catch I, I up. Did there. you pass me going down the freeway? I don't know. Yeah, no, I I snuck in there and uh, and and actually uh, grabbed a few things. Yeah, we stopped everywhere. We went, even did a rounds at Gone Fishing Marine. Well, there you go. Yeah, so that that part was kind of fun. I think they're they're wrapping all that up, but they still have some stuff available. Well, I've been helping my brother get his new to him jet craft all set up. He's uh, yeah. got everything rolling. Yesterday we were re-rigging downriggers and replacing all the cables and all the connections nice. and everything. So he's got it finally going. He says, "Let's go up next week." And I'm looking. Monday it's supposed to rain or shower. Friday it's supposed to rain or shower. Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday. But I got to find crappie up there. I want to get into that. Just catch and release time and maybe keep one or two. Yeah. I'm not cleaning 40 or 50 anymore like Claude Davis and I used to do. No, that's electric all the fun out of it. knife. Well, electric fillet half. knife is how it works. But Those, yeah, that part works pretty hey, good. We did a commercial up at Berryessa for what was it? The vacuum pack machine. Ron yeah. Popeil. He was there in yeah. the houseboat with us. And we're sealing up crappie inside bags. 
full of guts and everything. He just thought they'd look better in the bag that way. Nice. Those those crappie up there are so big you don't need 40 of them. No. Well, and Claude yeah. Davis and I used to call them 49ers because it would take 49 to fill a five-gallon bucket. And then we'd go over and fillet for an hour and a half. That's not fun. Not no. near as much fun as letting them go. Yeah. You just need a few. You don't need a freezer bag full. That's no, for sure. Don't. Yeah, no, it's a, it, that's, a, that's a great opportunity right now. And it's just another one of those opportunities for something mm-hmm. a little bit different. And one of the things we overlook all the time, this time of year when rains are starting to come in, a little trickle into the lake, I grew up catfishing to start. I loved catfishing. It really taught me a lot about bites and to wait and not set the hook right away and all those things, things that make you a better angler as you mature. Well, and as much time as I've spent at Clear Lake recently, um, we hate them <laughs> because they're, that place is loaded with them. Yeah, there's no and, doubt and, about it. And and I, know, I know you want to get up to Clear Lake soon. Yeah, it's a great time of year up in the fall. It's just fun to fish, and all the big tournaments are done, so there's not a lot of pressure on the lake right now. That's good. Well, speaking of pressure, let's find out what Dave Hurley's going to say Northern California angler opportunities are. We're joined now by the editor of Western Outdoor News. Good morning, Dave. Good morning, gentlemen. Boy, uh, we've got some incredible opportunities. Trout plants have just exploded this last week. You know, we had uh, the urban lakes of – San Pablo Reservoir and Chabot get planted last week. This week, Amador started their first plant. Lake Comanche unleashed 2,000 pounds in the main reservoir and 1,000 pounds in the um, pond. We got uh, Collins Lake planting already. They put in a couple thousand pounds up there. They have a tournament there this weekend. Uh, We got uh, Maloney's is getting a plant from the Department of Fish and Wildlife, a double plant next week, and so is Don Pedro. So, Things are looking really good. If you're a bank angler, you got some opportunities now to go out. You got a few select places. You got Collins, you got Amador, you got Comanche to go fish trout right now. So, well, and don't overlook Shasta. We were talking to Jeff Goodwin earlier today, and my goodness, it's awfully good up there right now, too. You know, Shasta and Almanor is another one that is very, very good right now. This is the time for Almanor. November fishing. Marilyn and I always waited till about the 15th or so. We used to go up there every year with Tom Coster, the keyboard player out of Santana. And we would go up there and stay at a lodge right on the water. Our boat would be parked 10 feet from our glass slider door in the water. We would walk out, get in the boat, and go out there and catch four, five, six pound fully blown colored spawning fish amazing fishery folks if you have the opportunity to get there and fish no almanor in november do it we're not talking amador we're talking almanor up outside of chester it is a spectacular fishery possibly one of the top two or three fisheries in our state absolutely and it's one that doesn't get talked about enough and there's a reason for that people don't like people to talk about it a lot that means it's got damn good fishing and they have a really good uh, pen program up there. That Amador, Almanor, excuse me, fishing or, um, association has uh, kind of pioneered the same type of pens we're going to have at Berryessa. But uh, they've done a lot of work up there. They they're, they're setting up to feed their trout, and uh, they've really kind of set the standard for that whole process. Well, you know, they came down. John uh, Crotty was the head of their organization at the time. And John worked with us at the Project Eagle Lake Trout events three or four years. He was a volunteer and worked it all, saw how it works. And we kind of kind of gave him an idea of what they could do down there. And he has taken it and run and doing a fabulous job with it. And I'm and the organization is basically revitalized and everything's cranking. They got the new pins. And actually the pins that we're putting in at Barry S are, 
or but made by the same company that made the ones for up there. So it's going to be high-quality, long-term pins is what we're going to be putting out there. Yeah, they're far superior, aren't they? They're, they're almost otterproof, it looks like to me. It looks like they're going to be otterproof to be able to get into those pins. That's the plan, to keep the otter mm-hmm. out of the pins because they go in there, and if they if they get in, what they've done is they've created a hole. Then they go in there and they have picnics for a week while they just eat what they want, and the fish escape out of the hole that was built until they're all gone. So it's yeah. not a great technique. This way, that's bulletproof. I don't think they've no, got any way in. What other opportunities are we missing out on, Dave? I know you've heard a lot about tuna lately. Oh, of course. I, I mean, you covered that really well today. I mean, that's obviously the big story. we got crab happening. Uh, you covered the sturgeon part, which has been really outstanding. You know, this next couple of weeks, we're going to hit the bulk of the striper run coming into the delta. That's that's another excitement. We're getting starting to see some bigger fish come in. So things are good. San Luis Reservoir has been a sleeper. It's been very, very good for striper bass this year. You know, some of the biggest stripers in the state are coming from out of there, and I'm not hearing anything about big fish right now. There are some big fish. Unfortunately, um, some guy caught one off the bank yesterday, a huge one. It had to be close to 40 pounds, and he kept it. But a lot of the oh, that'll be a tasty thing to eat. Oh, yes, absolutely. But a lot of the guys there have really been pushing for catch and release. And the trollers seem to have the upper hand on catching those bigger fish there. But most of those guys, they use that sequelizer, that descending device, to release those fish and keep them in the system because they don't spawn there. Well, if they spawn, it's very, very limited. And, you know, everything's got to come out of the aqueduct and take time to grow. There is a ton of bait in that lake. You know, they have that Mississippi silver sides and the uh, shads uh, population that's there. So it's been a sleeper, but it it's for the, for the Fresno guys and for the guys out of San Jose area, um, Morgan Hill, that is a really hot lake. People are going to that quite a bit I now. think that's the one that had a 53-pounder out of it about eight, ten years ago, too. Just an absolute monster fish. I got a call right after it happened and started notifying people of it, and they were croaking. They didn't realize that their fish were that big on there. Oh, they're huge. I think the state record is out of the four bay. It's 67 67 pounds, and it's been several years. And that was that. not caught on a Bambi rod and reel combination, I assure you. That's for sure. No, I don't think so either. Because uh, uh, the striper, they, they got big shoulders, especially those big ones. you know. But I'm glad to see a lot of people start to release them because that makes a huge difference in keeping that population going, just like everything else. Absolutely. You know, so we have some good news going on, Seth. Uh, uh, Maloney's has been the primary uh, trolling place right now. we got 25, 30 boats out there. Every day, fishing has been really good, 60 to 80 feet. Actually, those fish are coming up now, gorging themselves on shad, just like every other reservoir, and things are looking good. Plus, they're planting in the next couple weeks. That's going to bring things out a lot more, even for the bank guys. Well, it sounds to me like there's a whole bevy of things to do. If we didn't cover enough here, you certainly covered everything else. No excuse to be sitting on your butt, folks, on a day like today. Absolutely beautiful outside. It is one of those bluebird days that you will be able to enjoy for a while. But I'll tell you, the first opportunity you have to get out, start thinking about this. Eagle, trophy rainbows, pyramid, trophy cutthroats, and bigger than trophy. I mean, monsters. The Shasta Lake fishery right now is just bouncing for everything. Barry S. is going to turn back on this week. There's no doubt about it with the weather and the temperature drops going on. And we can look forward to the king salmon up there in addition to that. And again, I'm going to reiterate this. Don't overlook catfishing, whether you're in the delta or in lakes. And Lake Berryessa will crank out 5 to 15-pound 
catfish in just about every cove. If you put something down there, a chunk of anchovy, anything stinky, anything with good scent, you will get into the action. And speaking of getting into the action, if you want to get into the action, one of the ways you can stay informed is to listen to California Sportsman, or you can subscribe to Western Outdoor News. David, tell them how they can do exactly that and get either the digital or the printed version. Real simple. Just go to wonews.com. Like uh, this weekend's reports will come out on Tuesday on the digital and uh, the following week on print. So uh, everybody likes to see their picture on print, but the digital is a great way to get the information out there. So thank you so much, Seth, for the opportunity today, as always. And um, look, at this is a great weekend. It's obviously a pleasure, David. we got to go fishing one of these days. You have a good one, and thanks for sharing with our listeners. Thanks a lot. Take care. Bye now. Hey, you know, there's even more going on, Kent. Uh, duck season's open, obviously, yeah. but you know what else opens up next weekend? Pheasant season, quail season. Fall turkey season. Fall turkey. Dove yeah. opens back yeah. up again. All of yeah. these things, all of these opportunities that are going to be out there. Yeah, it's a great late late season, always that second weekend in November. And, and turkey this year, yeah. if you're out there in the second half of the season, you know, uh-huh. this is the half of the season where – the males don't go looking for the females. You go looking for the males, right. basically. You can make a few calls, get the idea of where they are. You put them to roost the night before, you have a better chance. But it's one turkey either sex yeah. for the second half of the season. Somebody's figuring out we got too many turkeys well, There's a couple too many. That's kind of always how it's been. And pheasant, you know, that's a, that's always been a tough one. Not a lot of wild birds left in the state. When so. I first moved to Vacaville, Marilyn and I had 14 pheasants in our garden one morning. Yeah. I haven't seen a pheasant for three years in yeah. my back yard and i've got five acres of perfect habitat for him well it's got a bird dog running around and it's like might be moving out on me there's a lot of a lot of opportunities out there right now so a lot of stuff going on you know oroville's fishing really good the water levels are good i'm not hearing anything about kings up there yeah right everyone's hiding you know you know they they actually they they've been catching a lot of kings lately but they've all been small like you know 10 to 10 to 14 their year class of the mature fish probably petered out now they've got to deal with the wait for the year class to start up wait for them to catch back up but it's uh, only been a few years that they've been doing this routinely plant mm -hmm. so if they miss a plant or they don't have enough eggs like god forbid we don't have enough leftover salmon eggs we weren't doing it but now it used to be the abundance of eggs that we'd use for the king salmon program anything left over after needs but now they have dedicated x amount of eggs for it so the King Salmon program is going to continue. Yep, absolutely. We're falling back tonight, so uh, we'll, we're going to gain an hour of fishing in the morning. So that'll be good. Yeah, and it'll just screw yeah. me up in the mind for the next two weeks. While I, is, is it going to be lighter oh, this morning or darker so tonight? So much going on. These hard decisions. <laughs> no, I know. I mean, you know, I mean, there's my so dis- much. There's so my, much for you. My real Don't decision wor- is: Do I go to Eagle? Don't worry, Doctor the- Phil will still come on the same time every day. <laughs> It's just, oh, you're okay. Amazing thing is, I don't even watch television. Yes, he does. Don't <laughs> let him kill I watch the news just so I can throw things at the television. <laughs> there you go. Eagle Lake, five pounders up there. That's a target lake for trophy fish. Pyramid, folks, it's legendary. And if you haven't done it, you better make plans. Even to if do you're it. not a fisherman. Exactly. It's, it's a it's, great trip. It is like a prehistoric lake that you've <laughs> yeah. arrived at. Yeah, even if you're not a big fisherman, hook, book a guide. Go up there and do that deal. It's yeah. a it's pretty pretty cool experience for the Nate, family. Nate has yep. gone up there many I, times. I go. I, I've been every year for the opener for fifteen years. It's yeah. it's well. This year was a around. nice sweet deal where Blanton put together a big duck worth. Oh and yeah. You guys, hey Blanton, I could use that duck worth next week. 
What's it's it probably doing? already sold. So What's it doing? I think I think, I think he sold it at that uh, that last sportsman show yeah. out there in He Rockland. probably delivered yeah. it right out to Pyramid Lake to the guy, too. <laughs> well, I'd like to thank all you folks for listening and putting up with us today. We tried to bring you the best, the latest, and the most accurate hunting and fishing information there is out there. It's our style. It's what we want you to do because we want you to get out and enjoy the outdoors just like we have. No reason to stay home. Start making your trips, plan your trips, and get out there and have a blast. I want to thank you all for listening. Until next week, this is Seth. Tight lines, everybody. We'd like to know what you'd like to hear on California Sportsman and Ultimate Bass. For more information on fishing and hunting, guided trips, and more, visit us on the Internet at seps.com. California Sportsman and Ultimate Bass, productions of Seps Outdoors Incorporated, leading the way in outdoor entertainment. Join us next week from 5 to 8 a.m. for another Seps Saturday Morning Outdoors.